All right, let's get this started. Hello, Internet, and welcome back to the thrilling conclusion of The Centurions in The Nether Agenda. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Beckles. That's right. It's back. <laughs> it has you been a week that and certain. slightly more than a week for us. <laughs> what were you saying, Kevin? I was going to say, you realize that only serves to undermine all tension. <laughs> Look, it's a pulp novel. Any tension say... is purely manufactured anyway. <laughs> at what point, at what point yeah. is there tension in Spirit of the Century? I direct you to the cover of the book. Like, there's, there's... <laughs> Look, but that's you a don't, pretty you don't tense know situation, what Sam. <laughs> that gorilla could do anything. You'd go anywhere, man. Also, it turns out that gorilla on the cover is not actually Gorilla Khan, but just one of his sentient gorilla army. God damn. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> They're collecting dinosaurs in the heart of Africa for war mounts. Oh. All the right. backstory of this game is weird. <laughs> it's really inconsistent on how magic things are. <laughs> Wow. It's like it's like the wealth rating in World of Darkness. <laughs> Can I have this sniper rifle? Sure. Can I have my bullets? Can I have enough money? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> it's kind of shaky. Alright, when last we left off, there had been a stretch of murders in the... Was it the... Uh, what city were you guys in? Near? What? Uh, you were, it was in Sweden. I know, I know you were in Switzerland. Uh, Munich, Switzerland. right? How could you forget? Wasn't it? I forgot the. Was it, wasn't it near sure. Munich? I'm pretty sure. Munich we were is, on Munich a mountain. Not in Switzerland. Well, yeah, I, we were on a mountain. Was, was, Munich was definitely thrown around. So you you were you were in an ice lodge near Zurich. 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 Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, you had a nice little luncheon, and then there was murders. Yay! And then, and then Dr. You... Methuselah showed up, and then there were murders. <laughs> they might be related. We're still not sure. Apparently, they're not. I'm. I'm pretty sure they're unrelated. Based on the quality of your empathy role on this heinous supervillain, you're pretty sure it's not? Yes. Okay. Well, no, see, it would just make sense because fate hates two of the people here that oh, a supervillain would just two. show up. Three to three to four of you have fate hates me uh, <laughs> aspects. <laughs> I mean, it's in the name of the game system, like... Just, yeah. We're just lucky that way, I guess. Speaking of fates, everyone regenerate fate points up to your refresh rate. I already done. Well, what is what? our refresh rate? The number of aspects you have. Oh. Oh. Well then. Wow. All right. Uh-huh. That's a lot of fate points. Yep. But I just can't, can't spend go, the shit out of Can't them. go above your max, obviously. Yeah, that, that's a really good indicator that spending them is a neat thing to do. Mm. What? What is? Okay. What is the max then? <clears throat> Ten. The max. You just won't oh. regenerate them if you're already above. Yeah, yeah there is there's, no max. There's no max. Oh, okay. Keep stalking them, but what's the fun in that? All right, yeah. <laughs> I'll start using the shit out of these, though I did actually use one on, like, the one really plot-important roll I made. So. Yeah, it, it hasn't come up a whole lot much. A whole lot much. A whole we lot really should much. just start having... We should just freaking do more declarations. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm He's open wearing to shoes with extra long laces. <laughs> um, if you wanna. <laughs> I don't know. I'll anyway, later. when last we played, you ended the session with a seance where you um, held a mystical dialogue with the recently murdered man. That man being Michael Gerald. He was about as useful as most dead men are. He was the man with the talking dolphins. Okay, so we're changing the name of this campaign. The man, the man with the man talking with dolphins. dolphins. 
All right, fine yeah. by me. Is that like the spy no. who shagged me? <laughs> it'll be a bit. It'll be a bit. Uh... Well, well, we already uh, we we already are encountering the Nether agenda. Oh God damn it! Yeah, it'll, it'll be a bit improper dun, dun, to name dun. the session after uh, after <laughs> a person who died before the session started. In poor taste, I think. Session name: R.I.P. Michael Gerald. <laughs> And at the very end, you searched the body of Dr. Gerald, and you found over the eyes the same magnetic gray dust that's been coming up again and again in this lodge. Blast! So we begin. Okay. <clears throat> um, is the dust magnetic or just ferrous? The dust is magnetic. Ooh. You're in a room with a dead body. I think uh, I think Suda actually uh, left to get a drink or an, and 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 rest since being possessed takes a lot out of you. That's fair. I will. Biggles is standing around it. with his hands on his hips, looking stern and slightly displeased. Is he handsome while doing that? Oh yes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> is he handsome? Survey says. Survey <laughs> says absolutely. <laughs> uh, sir, make me an alertness roll. Alertness. Yep. Oh God, this is when she actually gets kidnapped again. Somehow I think that's unlikely in the room with, like, four other people in she's, it. She's left that room, actually. Oh, she's okay. walking towards the, uh... Yeah. Uh, I got a, uh... I got a two. All right. Through one of the closed doors of the lodge, you hear Dr. Methuselah talking quietly with Roger Rocks, one of the remaining scientists. Wait, when did he sneak off? When did he sneak off? Roger Rocks. Well, you guys all came up there. Oh, wait, no, no, I was I was there. in the room. I was in the the lobby the whole time, or whatever the big lunch right. room or whatever it is where the whole time because I was keeping an eye on those two because I figured that they were him and the remaining living uh, of the big four. Yep. Which I think was uh, Zerum. Zerum. Um. Zerum yeah. is still alive. Roger Rocks is alive. Gerald is dead, and Nikti is dead. And yeah, Nikta is dead. Is Abram dead. Brown is still alive. Abram Brown is still. I have. I know nothing about Abram Brown. Only the people who talked to Grayson one of his during one of his first chess games met Abram Brown. Really, uh, and even yeah. then we didn't. We didn't really meet him. <clears throat> All right, so we're gonna cut over to Fabrizio. Yep. The, so, uh, the the two scientists under your charge. This is a few minutes. This is like during the seance. Yeah. Uh, the I mean, scientists they didn't agree are... to be kept an eye. They didn't agree that to let me keep an eye on them, but I am nonetheless. Yeah. So they're looking a little edgy. They're wondering why you're so uh, so dedicated to keeping an eye on them. And at I... that point, Methuselah walks over, looks at you, looks at them. So I need to talk to Mr. Rocks here. Uh, Dr. Rocks here. Dr. Rocks. We'll be back in a moment. And he basically grabs them by his shoulder and they start walking off. He just he turns to the remaining guy and goes, So, you think I'm pushy? Well, I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> if you're going to stay here, I'm going to go and make sure that the creepy mad doctor person doesn't murder the regular doctor person. Yeah, yeah, fine. But if he wants to, I don't know how you're going to stop him. Oh, I'll think of something. You're not, I'm not sure you're going to be able to fight the man. He's the best mathematician the field has ever known. Garb just looks at him like, what? No, I don't think you realize how good of a mathematician he is. <laughs> uh, uh, obviously, I'm missing something here, because 
last time I checked, the uh, ability uh, ability to calculate numbers doesn't usually uh, keep people from attacking you. Look, just don't get on his bad side, okay? Right. If if he if he's not gonna go get his stabbities on, I've got nothing to worry about. Get his stabbities on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll try and tail them, and you know, make sure this doesn't end up with another dead scientist. Okay. And going to um, pop back over to Sura, who I imagine is just about to run into Fabrizio. Converging on the same door. She sees him, holds up a finger to indicate that he should be quiet, and then motions <laughs> next to her where the uh, the door the the uh, the, the, the the door um, the, the the door uh, between them and uh, the two good doctors here, um, Methuselah and Rocks, is uh, cracked open enough for um, ease of listening in. Garver rolls then. his eyes as though, you know, that wasn't exactly what he was here for, and also will listen in. Alright, so you end up listening to Methuselah and Rocks. So, Dr. Rocks, the man with the somewhat ironic name. <laughs> yes, yes, I hear that joke a lot, Dr. Methuselah. Indeed you do. Now then, your friend Dr. Zaram, he's a man of magnets, right? Yes, yes he is. Well, you don't find it the least bit suspicious that the whole lodge is covered in a magnetic field that prevents entering or exiting? Well, you made it here, didn't you? That is entirely beside the point. Alright, so what do you want what do you want to ask me? Well, did he ever work on any sort of magnetic dust experiments? Well, yes, yes he did. Of course he did! I have the papers right here. You hear paper smack against tables. Why did you even ask me? Because I wanted to see if you were telling the truth. You passed my test. For now. It's becoming so, swiftly it's becoming swiftly clear that uh if Methuselah is very good at at being a detective, he's not showing it here. He's <laughs> Well, he is an excellent liar. Yeah. So uh who worked on uh, magnetic dust? Uh Dr. Yeah, Dr. Friedrich Zaram. One of the front runners for the symposium prize. <laughs> All right, and he's still alive, I believe. Yes, he is. Yes. He is. He is now in the lobby without the view of any centurions. Yeah, Garb's gonna go sneak on back there because this doesn't seem like it's you know going to be a particularly productive to listen in on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the next few lines of dialogue are, what possible motive could he have for killing these scientists? Well, of course his motive was to be the front runner for the symposium prize. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to question somebody, or did you just pull someone aside only to monologue at them? <laughs> this is he is super a villain. villain. I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> God damn it. I love this man. <laughs> hey, Garb. Yep. There's still some wine out in the lobby. A shiny new fate point says you're getting kind of tired of all this shit. <laughs> I'll take that fate point. All right. All right. Before... Activating the wine and women aspect. <laughs> all right. 
Yeah, before he does, before he continues investigating for the day, he's having some wine. Because goddamn, this is equal parts frustrating and stupid. <laughs> Nova, Nova was gonna, you know, go on out there with him. He seemed like he had a good idea, and then it turned out his idea is to go booze up, and so she sighs and. <laughs> I've got an idea. <laughs> Hand me that uh, Chardonnay. <laughs> this, is the best, this is the best idea I've had all day. <laughs> <laughs> and so she sighs and, and look and, and just kind of like glances around, tries to determine if there's if uh maybe Zerum's out here. Or... Yeah, Zerum's in the lobby. All right. You know what? <laughs> is she gonna drag? <laughs> is she gonna? She should drag Garv over to Zerum's vicinity and just have Zerum will get some of the dust covering Garv. <laughs> that would involve touching Garv. <laughs> Well, yeah. yes. She'll, <laughs> she will have a seat for now and just rest and relax. Subtly keep her eye on Zaram here. Um, she'll go speak to him in a moment. Okay. Lord Summer, what are you doing? Uh, does this villa have staff? Yes, it does. They, they try their best to be inconspicuous, but yes, there is staff running around. Okay, then uh, Lord Summer's gone. Replaced as a butler. I see. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, brief moment to discuss something about your character sheet. Yeah. Uh, mimicry requi- requires the uh, perfect disguise stunt as a prerequisite. But perfect disguise is completely uh, valid here. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, okay. I'll yeah. switch it to clever disguise. Sure. Uh, make me a disguise check. Let's see, plus two, six. Oh, and um, restricted by your stealth. So if your stealth is lower than your disguise, take a minus one. Oh, is it? Is it? I don't know. If it is. Oh, no, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that's how it worked. Oh, uh, it's not. It's just for a particular thing I'm working on here. It's, oh, not, okay. just, it's not a general thing. Okay, well, his stealth is only one lower than his deceit, so uh, five. Okay. Uh, Actually... So- Basically, what I'm doing there is because the staff will know any of the others on site, you're tr- just trying to look like a butler without directly interacting with them, which requires a little bit of stealthy thinking. Is this a, an acceptable uh, fate point spend for International Man of Mystery as an aspect invoke? Um, yeah, sure. All right, then that's seven. I'd also accept Agent Provocateur. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus seven. You have assimilated yourself well. Anytime any of the other staff comes near to you, you manage to uh, scoot around, work on something, and they don't bother you. Okay. Then uh, he is, uh, what's the word? Grayson? What's the uh, host's name? Garrison Grayson. Grayson? Uh, where is Grayson? Uh, Grayson is up with the others investigating the uh, the murder scene after having gone through a seance. So he's not in his own office? He's not. Well, he's not in his own room anyway. Okay, well, then uh, Julius is in his room, in office. I see. All right, it seems to be a standard bedroom. The only thing that the only thing that seems to separate it from any other room is that, um, well, one, the alcohol isn't really touched, and he's got a packed-up chest set sitting on his bed. Okay, then I'll roll uh, investigation. Okay. And uh, can I use nose for secrets? Absolutely. Okay. One, two, and two, five. Okay. What are you examining? Uh, examining the uh, examining the alcohol first, right? We had a problem with the alcohol before, didn't we? Yeah. 
The alcohol is completely untouched. It's got a small layer of dust forming on it, and not any particular kind of dust, just actual dust. Okay, and these are going to check the chest set. Uh, sure, what you want to check about it? Um, just basically, so the chest set's closed up. Yeah. I seem to recall there was something special about the chest set before, like the... He always played the same pieces, didn't he? Right, he was always playing black. Then yeah, he'll uh, investigate the black and the white pieces and the chest set itself. He said it's all closed up. Okay. All right, so are you going to open it up? Yeah. Okay. There's a very elegantly uh, a very elegantly made chest set inside. Even the bottom is exquisitely polished. It's got a little bronze plate on it that says, Made for Grayson. Custom. And it has the name of the chest set manufacturer. So you're looking at the pieces? Yeah. All right. The uh, the white ones seem to be made of some sort of cold marble. Same thing you might find in any fancy chess set. The black the black pieces are a lot lighter, and they feel almost greasy to the touch. Greasy? Mm-hmm. No one else ever touched them. Um, are, are you actually handling these pieces? Uh, presumably with gloves. I mean, yeah, he's, sure. he's going to be used to not touching stuff with the, <laughs> his fingers while he's sneaking around. Your uh, your white butler's gloves come back with a black residue on them. From the uh, black pieces? Yep. The, the same thing that the others noticed was on um, Grayson's hands during the first night. Is it a greasy residue? Or, I mean, is it appropriate for the what appears to be the grease? Yeah. It, or is it, it like it, a powdery residue? It's, it's kind of a greasy residue. He's going to uh, pocket the king's. All right, sure. Close the chest set up again. All right. Is there anything else around the room that looks like it might be of interest? Books, ledgers, globes? Um, he has a... Yeah, sure, you rolled high enough on your investigation. Um, in his desk, it's not too hard to take a quick riffle through the drawers. He's got a copy of the... Basically one copy each of all of the scientific documents that have been put in to win the symposium. He's got one copy of all the of the summaries of the submissions. Yeah, he's got all the abstracts. He's got all the like opening sections. Okay, he's he's going to uh, look through them with uh, basically with an eye to any that look different. Like, is there any that had a, a poor abstract or an exceptional abstract or something different from the others? Uh, roll me a science roll. And I do believe you have an aspect that's relevant here. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll spend a fate point for a patron of the arts and sciences. Seems relevant. <laughs> three. A three? All right, you find basically the the same sort of thing you heard. Basically, the reputation of the people as frontrunner was well-deserved. Their papers are very finely crafted, and Abram Browns is about at the middle of the pack, and the rest are just sort of not that interesting of papers, even if they are well-crafted. Because, of course, this uh, prize is for the best and most exotic. Uh, for the best and most exotic? Mm -hmm. Abrams is the one who has a reputation for magnetic things? Zerum is the one with oh, the okay. reputation for magnetic things. He's still one of the front runners. What was okay. Abrams' specialty, by the way? I don't remember. Abrams was the was organic construction with right. the same sort of techniques as seashells. Yes. And it was exceptional. Why the, his submission here? Oh, it, it, his is absolutely not exceptional. It's just sort of in the middle of the pack. Oh, okay. 
is exceptional for not being exceptional. Right, it is the strict average. Even remarkably mediocre. The only thing that seems a bit strange is that, uh, the only thing that might seem a bit strange to you about is that Grayson was uh, talking about how interesting he found um, Brown's research when it's not very interesting research, turns out. All right, he's going to pocket that. Pocket the submission. All right, Abram Brown's whole thing? Yeah. Sure. And if he doesn't see anything in particular of interest otherwise, he's going to then excuse himself from the room quietly. <laughs> there is there's no one to excuse yourself to. You successfully excuse yourself. He's going to go find uh, Saif. All right, I'm going to cut back to what Saif and Biggles were doing at the time. Already uh, a few minutes prior. I'm going to ask Grayson uh, what the standard procedure for uh, storing corpses during a storm uh, are in his in this place. My friend, you, it's not like they're going anywhere. Biggles got you, southern there for a second. It's <clears throat> warm in here. We could put them in a snowbank outside, but that seems somewhat disrespectful. He, he runs his hand through his now unkempt hair. Do, do you really think that the science symposium has a procedure for murder victims? Seems like y'all might need rugs. Who are you? <clears throat> Sife shrugs. <laughs> do you have a freezer? Yes. I don't like where this is going, but yes. Do you have any better ideas? I guess not. Fine, I'll go find one of the servants. Tell them, tell them about it. Sife nods. He walks out of the room. Uh, August, he sees you as you're coming out of the room. He points, you there! Yes, sir. If, if you wouldn't mind, could you please uh, take the body of Dr. Gerald in there to the, to the freezer room? Absolutely, sir. Should I uh, cover the uh, body when it gets there? Uh, yes, we don't want any of its uh, emanations tainting the food in there. Should I remove the food, sir? Wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, yes, sir. Do we, what, what do we need to do to figure <laughs> out that the, what our good friend here is doing? He bows and takes the body. Grayson walks away. All right, he does take the body and then go to find Scythe. Well, I'm in the room with the body. Scythe is in the body room. Oh. <laughs> As is Biggles, standing kinda, very awkwardly confused. Oh, yeah. Scythe kind of quirks an eyebrow, seeing you dressed as a butler. <laughs> I'm assuming he recognized you. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. That's a pretty good disguise. He'll, he'll, he uh, walks up to Saif in a manner unbefitting a servant. <laughs> Saif, could you examine these for me and this? And he offers him the chess pieces and the uh, submission. Certainly. And uh, yeah, I'll take a peek. Um, is there any dust in the white piece? I think is part of the big questions I have. Um, there is no dust residue on the white king. Okay. And the black piece just has that kind of grease. Yeah, it's just sort of greasy mm. to the touch. Yeah. Um, I will take a like cloth or whatever and try to wipe off the grease on a spot and see what's underneath. Of uh, the grease on the black king. Yeah. All right. It becomes swiftly obvious that by a small dent after you rub a couple times that this thing is that material all the way through. Huh. What is that material? Some sort of just. Like a grease pen grease. style thing. Like, is um, it does it is it seem like it's molded or is it like like this is uh, out of character? I'm just curious how this works. Like, it, it's definitely in. It it does look like it's been, if it's been carved, it's been carved beautifully to this shape, but it might also have been molded somehow. Hmm. It's it's definitely a solid. It just has a very easily removable top layer. Interesting. 
Uh, does it, so does it seem like if we keep like messing with it, it'll eventually wear down to nothing after a sustained yeah. amount of time? Yeah, if, if you got real persistent at uh, rubbing the grease off, you could hypothetically make it all the way to the other side of it. Well, what what am I? Is it basically just the same thing as a grease pen, or is it what is it made of? Uh, Can I figure it out? Uh, give me the best of your academics minus one or science. I will give you academics then. Uh, okay, minus one. I have none of that. Minus Biggles, one. Biggles Ooh, frowns. Plus four. Plus four. All right. It's yep. definitely it's definitely nothing you've ever seen, and you've hmm. seen a lot of uh, you've seen a lot of materials in your time. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, okay. Ba-ba-ba. Could I roll mysteries? Because it's very mysterious. Um, you you can roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the white piece is just marble. Just white regular. piece is just a standard chess piece. Yeah. Hmm. Is this black stuff magnetic? Uh, do you have anything that is particularly magnetic to try it with? I probably have ferrous things to try it with. All right. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, you pull out something iron based. Yeah, I have some, let's say I have some ball bearings for some mysterious purpose. I will spend a fate point for that. Okay, sure. Have, spend a fate point to have some ball bearings on you. Never know when you need them. Yeah, we'll, we'll say that at one point, uh, Biggles' plane was about to crash, and he asked if you had any ball bearings, and you didn't at the time, and never again. <laughs> Walked away from that like one quite well, though. Straight up iron <laughs> ball bearings, just in case, you know, fairies show up or something. But still ones work, too. Uh, so what are you doing? You're just sort of hovering it over, like rubbing on it. I'm gonna tap it to it, see if there's any kind of force there. No, you don't feel any sort of pull in particular. Hmm. A little bit of smudging comes off on the uh, ball bearing. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay, and then I'm gonna go through the research paper real quick and see if there is. Because a... I mean, all these right now is magnets, and oh. Could this be some kind of organic byproduct? Uh, give me an academics roll. Did he grow these pieces? <laughs> give me an academics roll. All he, right. Does he have artisanal homegrown chess pieces? Is that what's going on here? I, he might. I got plus three. Plus three? You are fairly certain that this wasn't made by any known species. Okay. Well, at least not as far as you know. I'm just trying to put the pieces together, kind of slap them around, see what's up. Joma's boss. And yeah. give give Cinnamon me one more cruises. academics roll as you look through the paper. Oh, even better. Plus four. Plus four. Very nice. All right. Because you're a well-known, uh, well-traveled scholar, you know a little bit more about um, this sort of paper than Lord August did. Mm-hmm. So you take a look at it, and there's something odd about it. The ad, it, it only has one author on it, but several of the passages seem to be, have been seem to have been written in entirely different uh, sort of scientific writing styles. Hmm. Oh. You are fi- you are fairly confident more than one person has worked on this uh, this project. I wonder if it was Grayson, and that's why he's like, "Oh, it's so interesting," because we're in cahoots. Maybe hmm. I haven't read any of the Grayson's papers, so I couldn't say for certain. All right. And if it's all right, I'm going to cut over to Garv and Sora. No, it's not all. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Garv and Sora. What's yep. you doing? Uh, just chilling for now. Um, <clears throat> drinking and trying to convince Sura to uh, uh to go around back to his ho- to his room with him. No, no, that's 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 that's, that's quite alright. I'm I'm fine right here. 
I appreciate the offer, though. Grace well, walks idly we'll through the room. Come on, I bet after, I bet after the whole murder, I bet after the whole murder thing, the rooms are probably all deserted. Perfect opportunity. You're all right about that. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to pass. Sorry, I got work to take care of right now. <sighs> and then, oh, uh, with the try, <clears throat> pours himself another drink. No, it wasn't Ab- it was Admiral Everett. It wasn't Admiral Everett. Um, and then, uh, after relaxing for a little bit, um, she will, uh, head to Zaram. She'll walk over to Zaram. Um, yes. Hi. It's a bit stressful if I were to ask and see how you're doing. I'm holding out all right. I am not too concerned if I am in this larger group of people. Understandable. Got a question for you, um... Given that we're all just idle here, would you like to have your fortune told? Mm. You've got a bit of guts coming to do <clears throat> that sort of thing to a science symposium. That I do, but that is why I am a well-respected fortune teller. It takes guts to make yourself to, to to make a good name in a business like this. Yeah, whatever. It's pretty boring around here. Pick out your cards or whatever it is you do. All right. Um. She will, uh... Okay, um... Let's see here. Let me decide which which direction I want to go. Now, I could do palm reading here, or I could do fortune telling, make a prediction. Um... <clears throat> so, uh... She will, uh... She, she will tell his fortune, um... For just the for for his for his stay during the symposium. Okay. How 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 fortune will favor him if it will at all, um, and she will uh, tell a fortune about um, about uh, his, about um, how to word this in a way that is cloaked with metaphor. Um. So I'm not used to this aspect of the character yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one's interesting. This card means that uh, your true nature will come out by tonight, it looks like. He gives you kind of a skeptical look. Oh, this could mean a lot of different things. She'll all go right. on and talk about all the various things that could possibly mean. Sure. So give me a mysteries rule at a minus two. Minus two. Yes. Against a difficulty of mediocre plus zero. Okay. And I can spend a fate point to give a plus two to that? Yeah, sure. As, as, as long as it relates to an aspect, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she actually has an aspect related to fortune telling. <laughs> how, okay, that's interesting. How did you manage that, Nate? I'm not even sure. How, nah, how... It's, it still works. You're still really good at it. That's impressive. <laughs> How did you? I mean, she has a plus five for it, so it's, it's really unlikely you're gonna fail this. I suppose. Uh, let's see here. So minus two. Yep. Um, I got a plus two. All right, that'll do it. Um, the aspect Zeram's true nature has been placed on the scene, and at some point when it's relevant, you <clears> may <throat> spend a fate point to. Actually, you you get the first ones free. So at some point when it's relevant, you can just act as though you'd spent a fate point. 
to do something related to that. All right. So that being said, uh, does, does does this have to does does this uh have to be said to everyone in character or out of character? Can people just like invoke that aspect, whatever? So um, it's it, it's rare that someone else is going to be able to do something really relevant to that aspect. Well, I meant more or less like if someone were investigating him to try and understand his true nature. Let me double check. Normally I just make a call, but this seems really uh, this seems like it's going to be coming up a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm still uh, I'm I'm doing well, this can... stuff partly to try and under, try, try and to like better acquaint myself with the rules for um. You can give your free invoke your free invoke to someone else, uh, to another PC. I was wondering if, if that has to and... be character or in character. Um, if like if in it character, be... everyone needs. I don't think to... it, it, yeah, I... you, you don't have to tell anyone in character. Okay, so. This is just an aspect that's been placed on the scene. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Then as uh, out of character, if you guys are going to investigate Zerum at all. Yeah. There, there it is. So hypothetically, if one of you wants to uh, make an empathy <laughs> roll to uncover one of that one of his aspects, which is a thing you can do, uh, then you could possibly invoke that. No one has empathy, except I think Sura. I imagine that probably Lord August does. I definitely it's, don't. It's, like, that's one of the major uh, social skills. Oh, is it? Yeah. E- empathy is basically your charm, your scrutiny. Well, that was fun. It looks like fortune will favor you, after all. Well, isn't that lucky of me? <laughs> Two of my colleagues are dead, and I'm gonna be lucky tonight. You'll find that fortune can sometimes be a fickle thing. Well... It ceases to favor one. It puts more emphasis on another. I guess. Well, you have a good rest of your day. I'm going to have something to eat. He's, he just sort of leans further on the table with his uh, little snack. All right, you too. And then uh, she will go grab a bite to eat and uh, leave Garv to his booze for now and fi- fi- find the others. Okay. Garv doing anything in particular? Uh, Garv will, uh, at this point, I, I hope I can say that Garv remembers one of the things he was going to do at some points and be all like, uh, uh, he's actually going to ask around about what, uh, he, he knows what the kind of four main people I think we're working on. Actually, I don't think he ever found out what, uh, Gerald was working on, but, uh, Gerald. It's not too hard to find out, because he told everyone it was the man with the talking dolphins. Oh, right. Oh, and then it was Rox, the one that was going around talking about, I need to get to the center of the Earth. Yes, that was okay. him. Okay, so he probably here learns that. Actually, he was going to ask about uh, what Grayson did. Like, <laughs> by by did the way, when... his journey to the center of the Earth has absolutely nothing to do with what he's in this symposium competing with. He oh, what is that? What is he competing with? <laughs> Does anyone uh, know, or is he only talking about journeying to the center of the earth? So, uh, yeah, it's not too hard to find out. You talk to a couple judges. Apparently, Rox's uh, thesis was boring as fuck, but it's it's in the symposium because it created a very extensive geological catalog of the earth in the process. The man oh. is about rocks. He is rocks, and he is about rocks. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that's right. I think I actually did know that. I think it was just so boring that I forgot immediately. Um, anyway, actually, but real purposes, he, he's going to go see if he can ask around and find out what Grayson used to work on. Because he's kind of interested and it's like, this guy, everybody says this guy used to be a scientist. What did he do? Uh, sure. Give me contacting. Yes. Report, report if you want to. Uh, I'll give you contacting. All right. That is what I'm good at. And I like to think, here's the thing, contacting says you don't take penalty. I have locked the lock. Okay. So I don't take penalties for contacting in foreign lands. I like to think that also implies that even though I am nothing resembling a scientist, I don't take penalties for contacting among scientists. All right, sure. I'll buy that. Because <laughs> I, I can just fake it well enough. Yep, I'll buy that. Uh, I got a two, plus two total. Okay. Uh, the great majority of the people here actually don't know what Grayson used to work on. He has put his scientific past behind him, and no one's really been going digging. Huh. All, all they know is that he was, uh, he was left out of academia for something, and just everyone was polite enough to leave it where it was. So, all you people are... Being, so all these people are being snide at him even though none of them have a clue what he actually did? Wow. We're a bunch of bloody jackasses. Granted, you're talking to the general population here. Okay, I suppose. Report, get, would, get, report would get you in did, with did, a particular person. Right. That's just not a thing he actually is good at. Yeah. Mm, he'll, uh... Yeah, I guess he'll... Has uh, Rox come back yet, by the way, from talking... Uh, <laughs> or she's <is> still just <laughs> there's gonna be a sh I just like to think cut away <laughs> Dr. Methuselah is still like but what does that mean? Of course it means! Rox is just like dear god please stop <laughs> <laughs> alright so speaking of them I'm going to cut back to Biggles and Saif okay <clears throat> Um, you hear a quick yelp, a door slam, and an odd sound. Sort of like an explosion in reverse. Sort of like well, a I'm running towards that quickly. What on earth? Okay. Yeah, I, I uh, you, dash out. You, you see, uh, you, you see Roger Rocks dashing out of, uh, out of the room he was in several doors down from yours and running down towards the, uh, luncheon hall. If you follow him, I'll go to the room. Okay. I chase after him. Tally-ho! All right, I'll stay with Biggles for now. I'll, I'll tell you what you found later, Saif. Mm -hmm. All right, just make me one quick uh, athletics check. Okay, hang on just one moment. See how quickly you catch up to him. Let's see, that's a minus one on my athletics, which is plus two, so I got plus one. Plus one? Um, You actually just about keep pace with him as he gets to the stairs. If you want to catch him before he gets to the luncheon hall, you can make me another roll. Um, yes, and I will spend a fate point okay. for, uh, headlong into danger. I, Sounds good. I leap to just grab a hold of him. So, plus two, so <sighs> I needed it. Uh, that's going to be another plus one. All right, he actually very minorly outpaces you. Damn! This man is fast for the moment. Okay, um, what's, what, where we appear to be running to? Like what? 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 Which um, way are we going? Like you're running down the stairs to the big main hall that everyone else is holed up in. Okay. Um. Is there anything I can use to throw at his legs and trip him up? Um. 
There might what? be. What? Uh, I'll spend a fit point. There's there. There absolutely is. <laughs> yeah, there. I'll grab a chair. What and, is it? And uh, I'll pick up a chair that's just like sitting along the uh, at the bottom of the stairs and throw it at him. All right. What would I even roll? <laughs> have you roll for this? Um. Um. Make me a might roll. Uh, or a we- or a weapons roll. Uh, all right, they're both at one. I'll yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Come on, dice roller. Fuck. Nothing. Um. Let's see. And you don't want to spend a fate point on that. Uh, um. Yeah, I will for the plus two. Okay. I'll just dump another fate point. All right. You toss the chair at him, and it sails right over his left shoulder. Shit. And it lands on the ground in front of him, and his feet get caught up in the legs of it. Oh, brilliant. He tumbles ju- to the ground just at the head of the stairs. You nearly send him crashing down them. I skid to a stop um, and grab him by the back of back of his collar and hoist him up and say, You! Why did you run? Because my life was in danger. In fact, it still might be. Well, I'm not... I, you don't have to worry about danger from me. I, I you, you ran. He looks at the chair. He looks at the stairs. Um... What what danger were you in? Uh, this, this quickly, man, a, quickly! If your life is in danger, speak fast. This guy in a trench coat came to attack us. I didn't see what happened when I ran. He might still be there. Hmm. Come with me. I just drag uh, him and go back to where he was. <laughs> his toes lightly drag a skate across the floor as you pull him by his collar. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, yeah, I run back to Saif. Meanwhile, Saif, just as uh, Biggles is running away, time skip backwards. Mm-hmm. You burst. You you knock open the door that had just sort of slid a bit shut once uh, Rock slammed it open, and you see Methuselah, his eyes wide and his hat knocked off of his head, with the rem- remnants of a mathematical equation burning in the air as though he'd burnt letters into it. Fuck. Or numbers. <laughs> There's some numbers there, mostly variables. Okay. It's a fractal. Your brain explodes. No, no. The, He's a mathematician. The equations disappear God and he uh, rubs his hands together. So, what can I do for you? What happened? Oh, we were attacked. Nothing to worry about. I see. Did you get a look at the attacker? Uh, not really. Not before I balance his equation. <sighs> Does that mean he's dead? Did he eliminate a variable? Or is he just... Or did he flee? Well, I wouldn't say dead is the right word for it. He's not there anymore. Well, murder's solved. We can all go home. <clears throat> I'm gonna look for that dust. Uh, sure. Uh, give me an investigation roll. Certainly. Meanwhile, Biggles is uh dragging the guy back to your to the room. Mm-hmm. Investigations plus two, as quickly so as plus I can. four. My friend plus is four? in danger. Yeah, plus you you indeed find some of the dust smeared onto the uh the door, on the outside of the door. What can you tell me about the attacker? Who are you talking to? The person who's still in the room. Uh, Methuselah? Yeah. Well, he was about yay high. He puts his hand about five feet off the ground. Hmm. Um, couldn't really tell his build from the trench coat. And he was going to kill us. That's about all I got. Five foot tall. Oh. Oh. Interesting. So is that about when I come back in? Mm-hmm. I call her the oh. fiend. Oh, and uh, your investigation roll gets you one more thing. Mm-hmm. You take a casual glance and you see the uh, you you see a bunch of uh, you you see a copy of Friedrich Zarem's papers sitting on a desk nearby. I'll casually walk over, and start poking at him. 
not like literally poking, but taking a look at what. Because I just, I think I have an idea. Well, yes, I know they're. (laughs) The contents thereof. You find papers. Um, sure. Um, Real pulp adventures. From the abstract. This is actually not Zerum's piece that he is uh, submitting for this. This is about a piece he uh, he had discovered earlier about basically what happens if you place magnetic dust and fi- and um, and drop a metal object through it. And it's got a bunch of different experiments with different concentrations of magnetic dust in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. I think about basically using the dust to manipulate things like trench coats and dives. Uh, yes, the magnetic there's, there's, field generator. There, there's a whole thing in a subsection of the discussion session labeled "How I'm going to kill everybody." Okay, just making sure. It's, there's not. Oh. Because <laughs> I mean, that just seems like it'd be really useful to the investigation, you know. I'm gonna go to. Yeah. Uh, well, is, who, who's who's around right now? So we got the dude. We got dragged back. On, on this on this floor, it's mostly Methuselah, Biggles, Rocks, and yourself. By the way, as I'm as I drag the guy back in and I'm shouting, I f- I call her the fiend. I I don't think it's him. Although, whose room is this? Uh, this is just some random room. They're not labeled or anything. He had nothing approaching a sufficient alibi, and he he ran from good people. Clearly, he is. He was in the room with Doctor Methuselah, who I would no offense, uh, construe under any circumstance to be a good person. Oh, no offense taken. Interesting. Uh, look, I guess looking at Doctor Methuselah, did this was this man the attacker? Did he do oh, the dastardly no. deed? No, he was attacked. Mm. Or well, the thing came at me, but mm. I will begrudgingly let go of him, pat him on the back, kind of dust him off a little bit. <laughs> he drops six smooth, inches smooth to the his ground. Collar. Yeah, kind of <laughs> kind of pat his collar down. There, there. That's much better. Rock so, starts walking out of the room in a huff. No one here is about five foot tall, correct? Uh, not that you've noticed. No one's seen particularly short. Okay. So what I'm going to do... Uh, Biggles, walk with me, please. Gladly. And I'm going to make my way to the closet that Garve said the man disappeared when he ran into. Okay. We're going to walk to the, straight all the way Unless to the Unless he already told us that there was a trench coat in there. But I don't know if he looked very thoroughly in the closet. I think he just kind of walked away. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did mention that that was all that was in the closet was just a trench coat, and apparently oh. whatever dust he blew up, that got blown off of him. But I'm not going there. I'm going to gather the scoop. Well, not all the Scooby Squad. Um, <laughs> I, I'll actually I'll go find Lord Summer. All right. Um, uh, if and Lord help him Summer, the body you make yourself particularly easy to find. <laughs> once he uh, deposits the body, he uh, actually, you know, once he he doesn't even move the body, he just uh, he lets. He changes uh, back into his own clothes and then tells one of the servants that uh, Grayson asked to have the body moved to the freezer. They give you a strange <laughs> look, but take it off. <laughs> a very strange look. Okay. But yeah, he's uh, he's going to be basic. He's going to be among the general people. Okay. And not hard to find. All right, you find him pretty easily. Okay. Uh, I will pull him and Biggles aside briefly. And then I'll tell the other two in a second. Um, I believe I've found the method, although I'm still not certain who the perpetrator is. Truly, this is astounding. Fine work. <clears throat> well, as you know, there's a strong magnetic field around this entire area. I seem to so recall prevent- this, yes. So prevented you from leaving. There's magnetic dust found in all of these scenes of the incidents involving this strange trench-cloaked assailant. Uh, and when Garve chased them down, 
and uh, basically all the only thing found inside the closet was a trench coat. I believe that they're using magnetic dust using uh, Dr. Zaram's research, and I'll hold up the paper that I found, are somehow using a complex magnetic field uh, to control coats and weapons lined with this dust to make them susceptible to, to magnetic manipulation. Magnetic clothing automatons? Is that what you're suggesting? While people are wearing them, or alone? No, just the the, cl- the clothing by itself, it seems. Otherwise, Garb would have found a very confused person inside that closet. Very clever. Indeed. I almost... Almost too clever. Dr. <laughs> uh, Dr. Methuselah was the one that it was apparently going after first, while Dr. Rox fled. And so th- that room didn't... Is there a way to find out whose room that was? Or does it, I guess it's inconsequential, but who was using the room? The room that Dr. Rocks uh, and Dr. Methuselah were sharing had this these research papers, which involved the subject matter, and it seems they tar- targeted Dr. Methuselah first, which may make sense in the sense that... Yes, who was most likely to discover the uh, method of... And also the most control. likely to win. Uh, and Dr. Rocks fled the scene, so it depends on how much automation is. Do, was anyone absent? during this attack. Um, it, it doesn't seem that way in the room. The room is pretty full of people that were around. And so it's very likely. You could ask Garf. He was well, there the whole time. Yeah. I'll. Uh, if you would keep your eyes peeled, I will inform the others as to what I suspect. And then I will inform the others as to what I suspect. Alright, you inform the others. Others, you're informed. I, I stand informed. So, what... what uh, Magnets are controlling weapons and clothes? I do not claim to understand how magnets work. Some might claim it is a miracle. <laughs> God damn it. You are literally an academic. <laughs> <laughs> Scientists trying to tell them whatever. No, um... But yeah. Yes. It's far well, fetched, I, can... I know, but we've all seen Stranger Things. Yes, yes. No, I. Can, I... I can say that um, most people really haven't left this room. I mean, if it's being done, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it sounds like whoever did it wouldn't have to then. Indeed. Was anyone? Hmm. Is the chess set out anywhere, or is it still in the room? Like, is where's Grayson? Um, Grayson's just ambling about the room. He doesn't have his chess set or anything. Is anyone like? Does anyone have any sort of props with them? Props. Wow. Something that I, could I can be retrieve used a chair and small, uh, give not me, so small that could be used as a remote check. control, but in a kind of sneaky way. Here's a question: uh, Do we know the nature of it? Did you? Does he understand some of the nature of how it's controlled? No. That okay. I'm assuming there's a large magnetic field generator, and that there's some kind of input, either remote or manual, that controls. The specifics of it that let it control the the powdery stuff. Um, I'm gonna let's see. Do I have anything that would actually help me with this? To notice little tiny things. Otherwise, it's alertness. Yeah. Uh, nothing for sciencey stuff. Okay. So let's roll that. Go. Uh, alertness. Say. Oh, Gert probably Lurus. mentions it to anybody if any of the others, you know, talk to him for any longer period of time, how it was strange that is like, you know, I was curious and I tried uh, asking around about what Grayson used to do. <laughs> well, I heard he used to be a scientist himself, but 
No one seems to know. Hmm. Actually, I can say that the Grayson was the only one that wasn't actually in the room. The main room at the time. Um, oh, yeah. Didn't he go off to... Uh... Aha. What did you guys find, anyway, on the, you know, the one? While you guys are talking about that, Biggles! Yes? A shiny new fate point says that your eyes and, e- your eyes and ears are peeled and your head is on a swivel. I, I always, constantly, looking around. Jerry's could be anywhere. Take a you, fate points. You're going to throw another chair at someone. The Hun could be Basically, anywhere. Basically, if you take, if, if you take could this be anywhere. Fate, <laughs> the Bosch. Uh, if, if you take a fate point, then you notice that in the corner, Abram Brown is holding a hand to his chest, and there is a there are necklace straps coming out of it. There are necklace straps? Right, like he's holding a necklace in his hand. Interesting. I will, I will point it out to Saif. I think if you're taking that fate point, Do you I gotta, to you just... gotta act on it. I, 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 I like, I'd like to point out that uh, your aspect says that Biggles is always looking for a threat. Ooh, interesting. I, I throw a chair. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> roll me a might roll. <laughs> okay. Damn it! I got nothing. You got nothing. I evened out. <laughs> Chair clatters past him. <laughs> no, this, this this is Paul. You huck this chair across the room, and it just crashes against the wall behind him. He starts a bit and falls backwards in his chair onto the ground. You there? What's in your hand? What? What? <laughs> My lord, what are you doing? The man has a weapon of some sort, or something in what? his hand. What? Give it what? here, before I pummel you to death. What? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> He, he 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 turtles up on the ground. Biggles, <laughs> ah! Biggles, gra- get a hold I, of yourself. I grab his arm. <laughs> oh yes, that one looks real dangerous, doesn't he? He opens up his hand, and there's a small seashell on a necklace. What? What is this? What does it do? It appears to be a seashell. I, I got it. Let me see eye here, Saif. I got it from the sea. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> she shall see cells by the God shell. Very uh, clever. Fuck. Very um, clever, guys. <laughs> uh, Have you all gotten drunk and just decided to assault me? I'm sorry, Mr. I am Mr. drunk, no. but I have not chosen to assault you, sir. I'm going to give <laughs> I second up. that motion. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna offer him a hand up and help him stand and like kinda look at Biggles like dude chill the fuck out. <laughs> You know me. You know my methods. Have I ever been wrong about such things before? Yes. Like, right now. I believe you literally just threw a chair at the wrong man three minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) I might not make mistakes, but my methods might not always be perfect. (laughs) Oh yes, I'm sorry. We must take your methods completely separate from your skill. Indeed. Slaps on the back. Uh, how did this? God damn it! Oh, how did Grayson react to this? Because Grayson's trying to make Abram win. Um. Yeah. You look over at Grayson, and he, with a face of fury, is walking from the other side of the luncheon hall. Um. Look, you triggered my threat aspect. <laughs> what else I get it too. Hey. Hey. Did I say I didn't like how things went? <laughs> no, this is wonderful. Uh, well, this should be entertaining. Pours himself what are class. you doing? <laughs> You're uh, a judge! You threw a chair at one of the participants! Indeed I did. 
Rox raises his hand. Two of the participants. You'll notice that he missed both times. Like this misses on accident. Grayson, I I may gently recommend that perhaps the results of this contest have been irrevocably tainted by murder. (laughs) (laughs) Sagely. He he calms down for a moment. Look, the judges and I agreed earlier today that the symposium would continue. Yes, if I recall at your explicit urging. Yes, because I believe that these the legacy of these men needs to be honored by not throwing away one of the greatest symposiums of science that comes every year. Indeed. And if I also recall, you seem to have a favorite of your own, although it didn't line up with that of the rest of the crowd. Isn't that right, Mr. Abrams? Uh, what? No, just uh, Mr. Grayson here was quite interested in your research and I, uh, excuse me i put more emphasis on the your research I, I i don't know what you're talking about it's how how lying is he um make an empathy roll all right i'm gonna add freaking i'm uh, i'm gonna rough around the edges because i know how to fucking intimidate people into telling the truth sure because i i want to make this roll or i could do you can al- you can also make an intimidation roll if that's a thing <laughs> Oh hell yes, I'm good at that, and I will add wrap around the edges. Can I can I add anything to his check by being the guy that just threw a chair at him? Or are we talking <laughs> to Grayson right now? Um, right. It, it's not like a full social combat yet. Okay. Uh, plus four. Plus four, and I'll roll for him. What 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 what, what are you talking about? That that study is completely on the up and up. We we I hmm. Oh, that's so, interesting Grayson, it also seems that you're obviously quite interested in the research of all these other men, but it seems that Zerm in particular's research has caught your eye. And I'll hold up the paper regarding the magnetic dust. He points at that, that. That is not mine. <laughs> it's it's Zerum's, but I didn't have it. Was he holding it for a friend? <laughs> uh, even so, it seems that Oh, who'd he be in cahoots with? I like to think that Abram has nothing to do with it exactly. He's kind of just a rube, but... Meanwhile, in the background, Methuselah walks the other side of the uh, luncheon hall, leans against a wall, hold, reading a paper. What paper is he reading? Uh, he's, he's just reading a scientific paper. What? As he's wont to do. When, or where were you about, now, however many minutes ago the attack happened? Are you asking Abram? No, I'm asking the guy who wasn't in the room, Grayson. Grayson? I, I was here. Uh, I, I'm afraid you weren't. I, uh, I walked I, down I, here after after I talked to after I talked to the butler about removing the body. Like a Sura couple said, of people perk their heads up and look over. Uh, can I roll empathy here? Uh, yeah, sure. Can uh, well, Sira said he wasn't around briefly. Can can Garv have? Oh. I, would Garv have noticed if he entered the room? Oh, something you can do here, Kevin. Yeah. Um, you, you can either just make a base empathy to sort of get an idea of if he's lying or not, or if you want, you can make an empathy versus uh, an opposed role to try to ascertain one of his aspects. That's relevant to the situation? Yeah. What does knowing one of his aspects help? Uh, well, if it's one... like secretly a murderer. Yeah, so, so that's like... a really good aspect to know. <laughs> So like it, it um, can tell you a bit. It basically tells you a bit about yeah. him. It, it tells you about him, and you can basically start doing to him what I do to you with your aspects. 
you can offer him a fate point to uh, take a penalty to uh, you know take some sort of relevant penalty or have him or give you it can up spend to a fate it. point to get plus two if it involves his aspect. Right. Okay. Then yeah, let's try that. That seems different. Okay. <laughs> two. Okay, you get an aspect. Oh. The aspect you get is afraid for my life. Interesting. And um, that is, is that. So is that afraid for his life in the context of this situation, or in the context that, of something else? That is one of his general aspects. In the way that it's one of your, you have your general aspects. So he's he's at least had it for the duration of this entire part of like since we've seen him yeah. it's been one of his aspects okay so it's not just a result of the current situation right you, you did not place this on him it's something he had previously well i mean not not this moment but i'm talking about this adventure like he's not just afraid of getting murdered by whoever's randomly killing people he's afraid of something else as well or something deeper right uh that much i i can't tell you but but it is a very relevant aspect now it's relevant to this adventure Okay. And it looks like Nate got a really good empathy roll too. Yeah, I got a, I, I, I um, I rolled empathy for uh the the, the basically the current scene, not 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 for an aspect, just. Okay, you're you're just rolling um, base just, empathy to see if he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's definitely hiding something, but you're not sure what exactly. I was gonna step up, Grayson. With spin. What's it? I just, I mean, Nate got mad spin on that, I'd assume. So he, he should at least use that for a bonus for another type of roll or do a secondary effect to his current thing. I know what I'm doing. Okay, sorry. No problem. What's August going to say? Grayson, we're here to help. You do you trust threw, us, You right? threw a chair at one of the symposium attendees. He's, I threw a chair. He's hardly even injured. He said we. <laughs> you all heard it. Look, I think... I think we should all settle down. Situation's tense. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Hold. You look. You look like a man who could use a drink. Garvel, pour this man a drink. Is that brandy? Why yes. Hand that over, good man. Do you honestly think you still have the hospitality of this lodge? Is he gonna refuse a drink? I'm invoicing you for that later. He takes up the drink and drinks it. Slams it down what on the table. What did I do? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Who was that slurping? I thought it was Biggles. It, it was Biggles. Okay. He's, he puts oh. Biggles in. I thought he was. Ta- I thought he was talking to Garf. No. Garf was gonna be like, "What? <laughs> Come on." <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, he'll go to. Uh, he'll kind of go up to Grace and goes like, "All right, now, I'm not saying." jumping to conclusions was a good idea, but in a situation like this it becomes unquestionably harder to figure out who's got the high hand if everybody's wearing the poker faces. Get me? Barely. I'm more of a chess man myself. Alright, um... He thinks deep in thought. Glad he thinks not shallow in thought. <laughs> he's, he's thinking. Well, uh... Okay, I can't think of a good chess analogy for this, but, uh... Look, how about you share with us what you know about everything that's going on? Because I think you have your reasons for doing some of the things you've been doing. I always have reasons for the things I do, yes. Well, yes, but I mean, you know, I think you have reasons that don't involve you being a murderer. 
What? So, and right. I think you have reasons that also don't involve you being irresponsible or petty or things like that, you know. You seem to be speaking very sensibly for a drunk man. I get that a lot. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is, we can all sort out through what all we do at this point. And I bet, as the organizer of this, you probably have some insight into behind, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that I myself don't. And maybe if we put our heads together, we can figure out what the bloody hell's going on here. Sure. First, it's... It's worth saying that... There is something that you're not telling us. He stays silent. Being that, we are here, being that we are here to help... Sharing what information you have... Certainly be a good thing. Of course, we'll I... understand if you wish to... If there's anything you wish to discuss private. He uh he he takes a half sheet of paper and and puts it on the table. Starts writing on it idly with a pen from his pocket. Look, I have no idea what's going on here. I'm just I I I, I hold the lodgings. It's I provide the prize money and I just enjoy the wine and food. That is a sensible lifestyle to have. What's he What's he writing down? Um, uh, he's written. Um, I think it's Zerum. I suppose that is sensible enough, yes. Well, it is. But, you know, you know the most about the grounds, so, uh, uh, you know the most about the grounds, so thus why I would come to you for assistance. Uh, Garv will, uh, can Garv take the paper and pen and write something himself? Yeah, sure. He'll write, uh, any, he'll basically write anyone else, uh, researching know anything about magnetism uh say again does any does anybody else research or know anything about magnetism basically if they like is there any uh, anyone else a big expert in that and uh, he writes back no no one specializes in it well if you see anything or anything comes to mind uh you know, just be sure you let let one of us know, and we'll see if we can look into it. I can't. I myself have investigated a few things in my past. You know, it's not entirely foreign uh, territory for me. Yeah. So he'll uh, he will he will just uh, write down on the piece of uh, paper. I'll keep my eye on him. Hmm. Fair. All right. You know what? Uh, that would go. It's a good talk. I think after a talk like that, I could use another drink. Fine, fine. <laughs> He'll go pour himself another glass and sit somewhere where he has not not conspicuously close to, but where he can has eyesight on uh, on Zerum. Basically, start watching his move, watching him closely, especially if there's suspicion that uh, whatever the culprit is doing, they're doing without having to actually leave the room. All right. Yeah. That's all I'm doing for now. Anyone else? Uh, if has, I... has, everyone, has everyone kind of dispersed? I think they are, and I think they're starting to disperse now. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Nova's going to disperse. Okay. Uh, August is going to go up to Garth. 
quietly. Oh. Garp will act casual and pretend not to uh, make any particular note of it. He's he's very good at not drawing attention to himself when he wants to. Oh, so is August. He's just going to get a drink. Garp's, uh, of course, near the drinks. Of course. So, Garp, I'm yes. going to see if uh, Grayson will speak with me on the patio. There's something strange going on, but in doing so, I also pre- present myself and Grayson as perfect targets. Could you shadow us, please? Certainly. I'd rather not be murdered. An understandable sentiment. And after a few minutes, he's going to talk to Grayson. Okay, he's there. Grayson, can you meet me on the balcony or perhaps an upstairs room? I'd like to discuss something over a drink, perhaps. An upstairs room sounds better. It's still rather snowy out. Oh, maybe, but I'm... The snow doesn't bother me, and to be honest, I'm somewhat worried about being inside. At least yeah. in the snow, we'll see footprints or things like that. He seems to understand what you're getting at and sort of tilts his head back. All right. All right, and he'll get them a couple of drinks and head to a uh, bottle of fine scotch or something. Okay. Yeah, and uh, once and as they leave, Garv will uh, give me a stealth roll. <laughs> get up to shadow them. Can do. Uh, I got a plus four. Plus four? Not bad. You don't seem to be seen. Actually, can I also say that before he leaves, he ta- he talks to either Saif or uh, Saif or Sura, whoever's still around it, or just says a word to them and basically goes, "Hey, keep an eye on Zara don't." <laughs> Could you shadow me? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just have a who, who, who's the two? Uh, just, 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 just not the Nova or someone? Yeah, she'll, he'll, if Sura's nearby, he'll be like, hey, could you keep an eye on Zeramon Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he'll, uh, yeah, and then he does the stealthy tailing thing. Okay. You follow him successfully. Yeah, then, I mean, it's all what they want to do. Garv is just uh, listening in if possible and keeping, mostly, though, keeping an eye out for anything approaching. Okay. So, meanwhile, on the balcony. So, what do you wish to talk to me about, Mr. August? Mr. Grayson, what is it you're afraid of? What am I afraid of? Yes, what is it you're afraid of? I... I don't know. I suppose I don't want to die here. not particularly afraid of it. I'm a bit worried that we're here alone, myself. Well, true, but... We'll be fine, I promise. But I want you to know, Grayson, we are here, in truth, to help you. Mm. Going to roll rapport? Sure. Five. Five? Yeah. He looks a little bit unfazed. I suppose I believe that, though your people have a funny way of showing it sometimes. Well, yes, a pilot, though he may be... He is overzealous. That's an understatement if I've ever heard one. It was a fine chair he smashed, by the way. He smirks a little bit. Thank you. But you have to understand, we need to know more about what's going on. I we truly do. I don't know what to tell you. So, the murders being done here... Yes? In your own home, you can offer us no... Additional uh, information on. 
you've, you've seen me attempt to find out as much as I can. I only come up to this place once or twice a year myself. Was it, was that a character, was Zerum the, was Zerum the one that he was interested in? Yeah, Zerum was the magnet man. Tell me about your interest in Zerum. Well, the man clearly has an interest in magnetics, and magnetics have shown prominently in the oddities that have happened tonight. Now, you, you do know that we know about your relation with Zerum. We know the truth. In fact, at least me personally, not my companions, but I am here to investigate your connection with him. He leans back and smiles. And what do you know? Oh, he's rolling deceit. Sure. And is Agent Provocateur a suitable aspect? Um, sure. All right, then that's eight for deceit. All right. The intention being to imply that he knows more than he does. Yeah, what do you say to him? I say, you realize we know the truth. If you come out and tell us about your interest in the magnetics and Zerum, things will go much easier. His smile fades. What happened between Zerum and I is long in the past. What happened between you and Zerum is obviously at least related to what's going on now. Why should it be? Zerum's still alive. Well, I wasn't implying you had killed him. What were you implying, then? Look, I, I would I would love to have this work out peacefully, but I need you to come clean with me if that's going to be the case. Listen, what happened between us was is has happened years ago. So you're maintaining even now that this is all a coincidence? It's probably not a coincidence, but I would have to do it between me and Zerum. Well, you both have a an interest in magnetics, obviously. Well, magnetics was never my specialty, but sure, it's an interesting field of study. All the more interesting given the current circumstances. Listen, magnetics was always Zerum's thing. Well, yes, of course. Simply, I need to... I need to know everything. If you're afraid, you're afraid of something. Why are you afraid? Uh, would you like to make any role in particular? Um, get anything out of him, or are you just continuing the scene? He's, I mean, he's, he's trying to get him to admit to what the aspect is about, with deceit, I suppose. Uh, sure. Or rapport, they're, they're the same for him. I guess rapport, nah, I guess he's, he's kind of acting in a persona that's deceiving, so... Yeah, um, sure. Uh, give me... Yeah, just give me a deceit roll. Two. Two. That's significantly worse. He raises an eyebrow quizzically at you. You've been somewhat vague here. Well, yes, this is part of my role as an investigator here. Well, yes, but you seem to know a lot about our history. What do you know? And if you do know, why do you need to be vague? Well, you can never be sure who's listening in. <laughs> Does... I want to say, does he send some subtle signal to Garv? Make his presence known? <laughs> Assuming Garv has been able to follow the conversation. Or I guess I'd, if he wants, I suppose he can always just be like, maybe I should check the door or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he'll send a signal to Garv, but 
mention that and say, you know, I came here to try to help you. Yes? If you won't be helped, then very well. What's that supposed to mean? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Yes, I look forward to it. And the fact that you're withholding information, you won't admit to what happened, is very suspicious. He looks at you with a really intense stare. Hmm. Funny you say that. Garv. Yep. You hear silent footfalls behind you. He's going to, uh... Does he have a pretty... Is is it like a hallway? Does he have a pretty good idea of, uh... Yeah, of this, like their location. This balcony is basically at the end of the long hallway lined with dorms. So he and he hears it coming from the hallway. Yes. He's going to do a quick turn and uh, he's going to do a quick turn with a and ready a knife in his hand to toss down the hallway. Okay. And if he basically if he sees either nothing or somebody who looks dangerous, he is going to throw the knife. <laughs> okay. All right. You whip around and you see three men in trench coats. Oh, bloody hell. Does, can he see their faces? Their heads are tilted way down, so the brim comes down over their collar. Something I can help you gentlemen with? They sort of turn to each other, and they pull out knives. Oh, this... <laughs> you picked the wrong person to try this game with. Garv is going to try to start pinning these trench coats to walls. Alright, let's start a combat. <laughs> Let's see, what is initiative again? Uh, roll me an alertness roll. Sure. Just him? Uh, for now. Plus four. All right, let me write that down. And let me check. All right, you act very nearly at the same time, but you take precedence. What's your first move? Uh... I will have to look and remember what all you can do in combat other than... So basically, you can do maneuvers, which sort of make things easier for later. You can sort of place um, you can sort of place a temporary aspect on them. Like, for example, if you were a sniper, you could put the in-my-sights aspect on them. Right. Um, you, can make, you can make several supplementary actions, but each one, takes a, each one gives a minus one penalty to your primary action. That's stuff like moving, uh, right... Things that, things that generally don't require rolls. Uh, you can do a block, which basically you roll your dice ahead of time to prevent an action from happening. Okay. Or you could just roll an attack. Uh, would it in this case would it just be an attack or something, some a maneuver if he wants to try and pin a trench coat to a wall? That would be a maneuver. All right, he's gonna try and do that then. All right, give me your roll. Roll weapons. Okay. I don't think he needs to do anything. He doesn't need to use ricochet, and I'm assuming are I'm assuming they're close enough that strong arm doesn't even matter. So, yeah. All right. Uh, plus four or no, plus five. That's right, because I have juggling, so sleight of hand augments weapons. <laughs> plus plus five. That'll do it. One of them has gained the aspects. Uh, pinned down. <laughs> you uh you can you get one free tag on that. All right. What does that uh what can I do with the free tag again? So basically, that stuff like it, it's basically like you can use their aspect as if it were your aspect, get a oh to get a bonus plus two or reroll, or you could call it for effects like uh this like this happens because they're uh because they're pinned down. If it seems plausible, I'll let you do it. 
All right. Gotcha. All right. One of them is pinned down, but the other two don't seem too concerned with that. They lunge. They lunge at you with their own knives. All right. Uh, uh, you going, can you can roll defense. Right, and I believe I'm allowed to defend with my weapon skill. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's what I will do. That's your parrying. <laughs> as he's parrying with his own knives, as he instantly brings another to his hand. Right. Because that roll. is one of us. That that is one of the things he can do. Because I have close at hand, which actually does make a difference. Uh, another five. Okay. All right. So, Moffin does something that surprises you. You put your knife up for a standard parry. You've done this a thousand times before. Mm-hmm. He takes he takes the arm that's not holding the knife and just puts it into the blade of your knife and pushes it away and gets a small scratch on you. You feel there's definitely something solid in the arm of this coat. All right. And you said your roll was five? Yep. All right. So, you know how you have boxes of health? Yep. Fill in the first box. All right. I got nicked for once. Gotcha. You got nicked for one. Huh. He g- and at, he- at, at, at this point, from the mild noises, both uh, both Grayson and August can hear this going on outside. You can add your own initiative to the order. Okay, initiative being what? Alertness. A roll or? A roll. Okay. Oh, that's three. Okay, play passes back to Garf. Garf grins. Oh. How is Grayson reacting? You're not just a... Uh, he oh. hasn't reacted yet. Uh. I mean, does he seem surprised to start? Yes, he does seem surprised. Looks like... Looks like you're not just a... Looks like you're not just a coat. I wonder, I wonder if your blood will be invisible too. And he's going to try and cut this guy, cut one of them. Right, Preferably the guy that uh, actually nicked him. All right, make me a roll. Oh, uh, one thing I do have to say. Oh, wait, no, my mistake. No, you're good. Plus six. Plus six. Let me roll the defense. All right, you do two damage. Would you like to describe it or should I? Uh, he knows that, I'll I'll say he knows that there's flesh and blood under that arm, so he kind of does a, he does a faint, you know, makes it look like he's going for his chest at the last second, swings wide, and, uh, cuts, uh, cuts into whatever is solid under the trench coat. Alright. Under the trench coat sleeve. Okay. Nothing comes out, except dust, and the trench coat falls to the ground, the knife sitting next to it. Huh. Dun dun dun! Was not expecting that. Alright, play passes to uh, the other, to the, to the trench coated men, and they're gonna take another wild stab at you. The other one is starting to get his trench coat free and is starting to make lunges at you. Okay. Make your defense. Will do. Plus six. Effortless parry. You know exactly what they, they tried to do exactly the same thing and you were prepared this time. <laughs> All right, Lord August. How far away are they? They're a good, like, five feet outside the door. They take you basically no time at all to get there. Hmm. All right, he's going to uh, essentially stand by the door and uh, try to block uh, block them from getting to Grayson if they decide to move that way. Okay. It certainly looks like Garv can handle himself. <laughs> all right. Is that your turn? Yeah, I suppose. All right. 
I don't so entirely for, understand the combat. So basically for the block, um, roll some sort of skill, and that'll determine sort of the difficulty they need to overcome to successfully do that action. So, so like whatever skill you're trying to use, if you're trying to like stare them down, maybe an intimidate, if you're just going to stand there and weather their blows, resolve or endurance or something like that. What you thinking? And there he goes. Oop. All right. All right. Meanwhile, Grayson's turn. Uh, Grayson whips out a gun that he'd been keeping in his jacket pocket. He sort of goes down under August's outstretched arm and takes a wild shot. <laughs> Not too wild, I hope. Not too wild at all. He uh, he plugs one of the trench coats right in where the head should be, and it also falls to the ground into dust. Your turn, Garf. All right. Uh, is the one that's left the one that was trying to break free of his pin? Yep. Can I uh, can I then can I tag the pin down to further secure the pin? Because you know what? As long as the other two are taken care of, maybe with an active one we can figure out more of the hell of what this is. Um, or you know, see. I or I can add if you don't want to give it to me for free, I'll add it as a plus two to a roll to do a nut pin him down more, basically. If sure. you would prefer me to do that. Sure, do that. Uh, plus a four. Or wait, no, with the plus two, uh, plus six. All right. Basically just, effortless. Just... You attach him even harder to the, uh, to the wall. Yeah. All right, August. He's going to stand in the, uh... By, by the way, while you were gone, uh, Grayson leaned under one of your arms and shot one of them. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Alright, then, yeah, he's, uh, uh, doesn't, the guy's not really in a position where it makes sense for him to jump in unarmed and try to take these down. Well, the, the remaining all... one, the remaining yeah. one is completely pinned to the wall yeah, by okay. knives. The trench coat is pinned to the wall by knives, basically. Oh, yeah. okay, so, but we're still in a combat? Uh-huh. Uh, in theory, he can get free, and it's holding a knife, so getting too close, cut carelessly, would probably be unadvisable, but... That's fine. He's going to walk a little closer behind Garf, just casually, as if not in a combat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that your turn? Yep. All right. Play passes to Grayson. He takes aim one more time and fires one more shot. The trench coat falls to the floor. Ah, oh, bloody. <sighs> he quietly starts reloading his gun. Nice shot, but I was going to try and figure out what the hell was moving it. Listen, that thing was going to try and kill us. I don't trust it. It was, it was, uh, it wasn't going to be moving for a minute. Do empathy on Grayson? Well, they've proven elusive in the past, haven't they? He pops the cartridge back in. True, but given what I've seen, I don't think I lost the one I was following. I think it just stopped being. I mean, when you pop them or cut them, a bunch of dust flies everywhere. And when I opened the closet, a bunch of dust flew everywhere. And there was an empty trench coat. I think it, I don't know gave up rather than get caught maybe but i don't know the problem he's, solved he's going to uh confirm that uh he's going to confirm that you know these things are down and that the dust is the same that he ran into earlier uh yep it's absolutely the same dust so I have a, I have a question. When it yeah. they poofed into dust, did it look like dust came from inside the trench coat? Yes. I have an idea. Now I don't know 
what how scientifically this didn't look but oh and it did, did it look like the, and it didn't look like there was dust on the outside of the trench coat right um not that you could tell yeah i think somehow they blind the inside with this dust and that lets them move it like the a person or something along those lines i mean they're not people unless there are people with dust for blood but I don't think that's the case. Could well be. The question then is... He looked over at August. Was he listening to us? He wasn't listening to us. He was protecting us. It still would have been nice to know that. Does he have his gun away? Um, he, he doesn't have his finger on the trigger, but he's still got it in his hand. Okay. He's not pointing at anything. Biggles oh. is going to come pounding upstairs or Given, through a door or something. It was, uh... <laughs> so, thought, it might be good, oh, thought it might be a good precaution, given, you know, the last thing that happened to two people who went off to talk. We had a... We, we, there was so, some sort of ruckus up here? What's going on? Yes, it's all resolved now. Three of the assailants came at us, but we handled them easily. Good show! Yeah, they're not, not particularly durable, so there's that. But damn sneaky bastards... So, Barely heard him. Was it as friend Saif said? The the coats with the the magnetic men controlling them? Or whatever Seem, it was? I wasn't paying much attention. Yeah, so it, looks, it looks like they had the that magnetic dust on the inside, and I'm guessing that's somehow what was causing them to move. Bizarre. Yes, now, Mr. Grayson, please start talking. About what? About your history with Zerum. Look, what happened... With me and Zerum is in the past. To this point, the Methuselah walks up. Not quite, Mr. Grayson. Finally, a voice of reason. He comes over, puts a hand on August's shoulder, and shoves two uh, scientific papers into his hands. He looks them over. I found these in a. I, I found these in some of Mr. Grayson's more personal effects. Where did you find these? With personal effects. I found them with his things. I see. What are they? He looks them over. Um, they are two papers dated a very long time ago. The one on top is, um, is an archaeology paper that was authored by Dr. Grayson himself. Okay, and the other? The other one is a paper that seems to be written as a counterpoint to that paper. It has four authors. Doctors Nikta, Gerald, Zeram, and Rox. I see. Curious how many of these men are dead. Grayson just sort of looks at you. Mr. Grayson, I want to ask that you please hand that pistol over. Very well. Tosses you the gun. He almost tosses it to Biggles and then decides to hold on to it. <laughs> I was going to say, Biggles readies another chair. He doesn't. Do well, it, it, it appears the evidence against me is all in order. May I have one last request before you take me in? Yes, please. Perhaps we will indulge. Lord August, one last game of chess? Why? Well, I'm certainly not going to have many chances in prison, am I? Oh, you very well may. Well, I'd rather not take the chance. Not if I can get a game in now. And I can explain to you exactly what happened during it. 
Uh, we've been playing a game of chess, have we not? What's that? I said we've already been playing a game of chess, have we not? <laughs> Your metaphors are very nice. And I've already taken your king. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he, he perks one eyebrow up. Dun dun dun! Rematch then? Mm, uh, with your personal chess set? Sure. I think not. And why not? Perhaps on a more neutral set. So, uh, so are you confessing to the murders here? If you are, I'll indulge. Very well. The evidence is damning. I confess to the murders. Shall we? Yes, let's. But let's find a neutral board. I'm afraid that the only board on this in this whole lodge is my own. I know this is a trap, but he's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too damn classy. Shall we? <laughs> yes, let's. With everyone present, of course. Of course. Garv just kind of turns to... If, if they walk off, Garv's just going to kind of turn to Bickles and Sura if she arrived as well. No, no, she was downstairs. Gonna be like, he gave up awfully easy for someone who has plotted something like this. Yes, well, that's the nature of the villain, isn't it? Simply a coward once the tables turn against him. <clears throat> I think we did a fine job here today. <laughs> Fickles just leaves. He hopped out a window. Fickles away! Dalio! Fickles, the, the storm is still preventing you. Uh, he'll be back shortly. <laughs> um, in uh, one of... In so one, what's on the way, I will have to ask that you explain to uh, Saif and Dr. Methuselah how exactly you are preventing flight and controlling the Automatons, of course. Certainly, I'll explain it while we play. Um, meanwhile, while people are trying to get murdered by things, I was keeping an eye on the rest of the party guests to see, because I don't know how automated they are, if someone did something or not, because I'm not in, 100%. In particular, also, Garv asked Sura to keep an eye on, uh, to keep an eye on, uh, Zerum and see if he made any funny moves I'm in the meantime. Sure it's not Probably yeah. not, but just in case. If anything, Abrams, because he co-wrote the thing that would win. She she mm. keeps she 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 was keeping an eye on Zerum, just Zerum relaxing. Really? Yeah, I figured as much. I figured that really nothing much happened down in the uh, main hall. <clears throat> At least until everyone arrives. Yep. To play chess. Yep. All right, he leads you all down with his chess set. Sets it down on the. Uh... The chess-sized table he had downstairs at the first luncheon Sit, sits across uh, sits across from August and sets up with Black on his own side. August shakes his head, takes the board, and spins it. He shakes his head back, spins it once more. I'm afraid it's a tradition of mine. It's my last game for a long time. Are you going to deny me that? To be fair, the Black side is the only side that has weird crap on it. Uh, if you'll explain what the chess set's made of first, before we begin play. Alright, very well. I explain what my uh, pieces are made of, and then I play black. Well, excepting some extreme circumstance, of course. Oh, they're, they're certainly not explosive or anything. 
Yes, but please explain. And then yes, the chest that then they immediately explode. Yeah. <laughs> so, so funnily enough, it is in fact part of the story I was going to tell you during the game. So for the appropriate telling of the story, I will simply say that they are made of netherite. Gasp. Dun dun dun. Methuselah smiles. Where does a man go about getting netherite? You I'm see, if, if you would let me get to my story. Yes, yes, let's play. Very well. I said, if he, the netherite, does anybody else know what that is? or Anyone can make me an academics check or a science check. Uh, be, being incredibly well-traveled, will that help? Um, it would, but it, you could use a fate point to get a plus two on it, but it if would let you travel to thing. other dimensions. It wouldn't let you roll a different thing, but you could get a plus two. No, I, I was wondering if we get a plus two, I suppose. Yeah. I will, uh, sure, I'll make a roll, and I will spend a fate point to tag the big score and see if Garv has heard any, uh, rumors or otherwise, uh... Actually, yeah, can I roll something like contacting to see if he's heard any rumors about some kind of elusive substance that might sure. perk the ears of a treasure hunter? Yep, sure. I'll take the big score for that. All right. Can I use Patron of the Arts and Sciences? Sure. Can you tag two aspects at the same time? Uh, no. One aspect per roll, I believe. Actually, okay. uh... Biggles will twiddle his mustache and look you could amusingly baffled. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm, yes. Fascinating. Netherite, you say? Hmm. Bully. All right. Is that your rule, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, according to the rules, you can you can add you can ta- add multiple bonuses as long as you have multiple aspects that are applicable. Oh, interesting. Then I will also use the free tag on her initial prediction. The the one that the people in this area would come together and build something build something awful. Uh, the omen, I believe. Right. The first one. No, no, the 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 uh, the omen of um that was that was a fortune that she told the omen of um the uh, black thing under the sea. All right, sure. All right, plus seven. All that gets all that gets you is that you are fairly certain that the stone you saw was netherite. Garv, you have not heard any of this in relation to uh, treasure. Okay, so it's not like something where, yeah, something that... It's, it's not priceless, like, it's not, like, it's not highly sought after. It, it's not highly sought, and people are going and digging through ancient dangerous ruins to get some. No. <laughs> okay. He makes he makes the first couple moves, standard chess opening. So, I suppose we start at the beginning. I was a renowned, if considered eccentric, archaeologist, as you might... Uh, figured from the paper that Dr. Methuselah stole and handed to you. Methuselah grins. And I discovered something. I discovered a new material. I called it netherite. I am fairly certain that it is an Atlantean relic, though some people would not believe me. And while, while he's explaining this play is going on as normal. Um, August, make me alertness check. Uh, let's see, that's a zero, but it seems like something it would be good to spend a fate point on. <laughs> uh, what do you want to tag? Also, if you don't have anything to tag, you can just spend it to get a, only a plus one bonus as well. True. Can I tag the International Man of Mystery one? Sure. Okay, then I get two. 
Right. You've, seemed... you've played some chess in your day, and he makes a move that seems very stupid. You you don't know of any obvious ways he could capitalize on it, and he is basically giving up more material than he took. He's basically giving you his knight for free. Or, well, not for free, but for, like, a pair of pawns. Interesting. Do you capture? I'll sit and look at it for a minute. Say, is this how you really want the last game to go? Yes, I think it is. Very well. He'll capture. All right. He plucks the um, plucks the knight off the board. He shows it. Netherite. A very translucent, of, although not at this density, uh, form of quartz. Ve- very light. Much lighter than its structure should allow. Greasy to the touch, and yet slightly magnetically repulsive. And at that, he uh, tosses it to the ground. He moves another piece up. Your move, Mr. August. What happens when it hits the ground? It uh, topples a couple times, but indeed it does seem rather light. It doesn't seem to crack or damage much. Okay. Yeah, he'll continue. So, what I learned is, well, it is a somewhat fantastic bit of quartz, but there were those, he looks uh, meaningfully at Zerum and Rox, who are still in the room, who ridiculed me for my claims that it was Atlantean in origin, simply because they found it in places like the Himalayas. I maintain that it is still possible that they are Atlantean objects, and what I found later only increased that fact. He uh, he again offers you a he offers you a bishop for a somewhat lower amount of material. Is he not continuing? <laughs> uh, I'm just wondering if you're capturing. Oh yeah, he's capturing. All right, he drops the bishop off to one side as well, and then he does an even more peculiar move. He advances his queen across the board to uh, take one of your knights in a way that will make him lose the queen as well. Do you capture that as well? Yeah, I capture okay. that. All right. He knocks the queen onto the ground as well. So he looks at him. Is this game satisfying? Are you oh, finding I'm it to your liking? I'm enjoying myself, yes. Very well. So... Essentially, what happened here is I met with young Dr. Abram Brown, a bit of a simpleton, no offense, Dr. Brown. Dr. Brown does not look happy. Hey! (laughs) And I essentially wrote his paper and did his research for him. He had his own little stylistic flares in the writing of it, but it was all me. So, imagine my surprise when I learned that Zerum, Rox, Gerald, and Nikta had all been... He smiles a bit, invited to the symposium. Of course, I immediately started hatching a plan. And at that point, he, um, he, he sweeps another of his important pieces, this time a rook in, to, uh, to take another of your knights. But again, he puts it in a bad position such that you could take it easily. And looks at him and takes it. He drops it onto the ground. So now you know my motive. I simply wanted to take down my former competitors and show that I could still beat them in a science contest with my own research, making the, making the science board seem a fool for rejecting me earlier. But unfortunately, Brown does not have the presence to support my own brilliant research, and he came in at the middle of the pack. So I had to take manners into my own hands. Understandable? I suppose in a general sense, hardly understandable for 
most people to act that way, I believe. Well, but, yes. All right, so... You, you at least see what I mean, yes? Yes, I see what you mean. So, I never did tell you what I found. When I searched deep into what I still believe is an Atlantean ruin, I found something. A discovery I never shared with anybody. I call it the Netherite Sarcophagus. It still remains there to this day, in fact. I may have... Is that under the sea? Uh, he seems to believe James? that's where it, it... He seems to believe that where, that's where it came from. Damn it. He didn't say where the ruins was. Yeah. Fucking... Your fucking... Garb- your prophecy about the dark rock under the ocean. Damn Gar- it. Yeah. Under Gar- the... Under the sea. Indeed. Say, you've heard of my work. Waiting for me. Mm, I've seen it. With my own two eyes. A large black rock submerged within the sea. Indeed, and that rock was hollow. So, I went inside. And there, a few things were made clear to me. And a few things are clear to me now that I don't quite understand. That I don't quite fully understand. But they do well. Would you like to know what I learned, Mr. August? Of course. He points down at the board. He's, his, he's basically wide open and you've got checkmate on the next move. Your move. Are we done playing, then? Not until you make the final move. Very well. Who make the checkmate move? Well played, Mr. August. The two things I learned were that, one, whoever stepped into the sarcophagus could control netherites, bend it, and shape it to his will. And the second thing I learned was that a king, when cornered, is a very dangerous thing, and the pieces on the ground grow to human size. Roll alertness. Blast! As he sweeps the pawns off of the board. All right. Can I uh, roll mysteries? I think this, this is, is a paranormal. This, I think this, this is alertness this is just for an initiative check. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, oh, that's if I can roll mysteries for initiative. Not in this case. All right. Unless you've got, like, a specific stunt yeah, for it. Yeah, a stunt. Are we, Psychic. Alert, alertness for... Yep. Okay. I mean, I mean specific that surprise, it's worse than surprise, and some like control. You can even use your mystery as your initiative skill when it, when, when locked in conflict with an otherworldly force. I would um, it, say... it is it is from this world. It's not a ghost. Alright. It seemed it seemed supernatural enough to ask. I guess it's it's more like super science mystery then right so if you, if you were fighting ghosts it would be more reasonable i i think this is the thing that falls more under the science than yeah I, is what i might guess <laughs> is why Let's see what about what about biggles hang on i'm rolling biggles is already re- always ready for a fight right i got a 5 Biggles is definitely You've got the best so far. <laughs> oh, good. I don't have to spend a fate point to use on top of it then, which is what. And I was you expecting. can if you want. I haven't rolled for them yet. I've well, been we'll see. down all you guys. You got the best of us. Nice. And what's your alertness? Plus four. Okay. Well, that's what it is base. So I don't know if you want to know what I rolled or not. I'm just wondering what it was base. Yeah, plus four. Okay. All right. Here's what you're dealing with. Right now, there are two groups of four black pawns. There are four. Um, there are the four pieces that Grayson dropped onto the f- ground. Okay. And 
and in game terms, Grayson has attached himself to one of the pawn groups. He's fighting with them and cackling maniacally. Roger. All right. Biggles, you very very nearly did not go first, but Biggles goes first. Okay. Uh, I was ready for this. I knew it all along. <laughs> is there? I a, knew everything. Is there a chair nearby? There is absolutely a chair nearby. I pick it up and throw it at Grayson. <laughs> all right. Make me a might check. Okay. <laughs> this is the worst signature move. Um. Let's see. Can I can I tag nose too much because he knew this all along? Did he really? No. Did Biggles know of all the people in the room? He did not. He did not. I'm just, I'm just did he even suspect anything? He was no. the only one who didn't suspect something. Biggles thought oh, it was Sam, it, all along. This uh, this um, this signature move here is needs to really be followed up like an elbow drop or something. I'll I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> Don't worry. I say, Sam, when we when we post games, can we do gifts as banners? Can it, can we get a gif of somebody going when we post this game? Can we get a gif of somebody like throw like getting a chair in a pro wrestling match from somewhere? I really hope so. I would love that. All right, hang on, let me roll. Roll it. Uh, so might yes plus two. All right, plus two. They're going to roll their defense. All right. One of the pawns places places itself between Grayson and you, and the chair deflects off it, clearly damaging it, but not destroying it. Does he, is the full chess set up? Um, no, not as of yet. It's just uh, four um, of the better pieces in all of the pawns. Damn, played too well. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm just writing down damage. All right. Biggles. The, uh, the better pieces, the bishop, the knight, the queen, and the rook, they sort of snap to, and they take on Grayson's appearance, matching his maniacal laughter, and they come running at you, fist flying. Damn, damn, damn! Can I, can I dodge? Uh, yeah, roll defense with whatever you got. Okay, um, I don't have defense. It's not an act. Like, okay. roll, roll a reasonable thing you would roll defense with. Uh, alertness to see them coming and just get out of the way. Or athletics to just jump out of the way as quicker than they can get to me. All right, double checking the uh, the defense section. I can swear this was in here. Here it is. Uh, no, you're going to need something a bit more physical, like athletics, fists, weapons, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, athletics. I, that was the second yeah. thing I oh, said. Sorry, I, I thought you said. Sorry, I was. I, I said looking. alertness first, and then went to athletics. Yeah, I'll. I'll yeah, athletics is fine. Roll me some athletics. Uh, plus two. I rolled, All right. I rolled plus minus plus minus. So you know your wound boxes? Uh, yes. Take uh, cross off the second one, leaving the first one blank. Um, as um, okay. as you swing wildly back, as you swing wildly out of the way of one of their blows, another comes up and uppercuts you in the gut. Second one off. Yep, the second of your wound boxes. Okay, I am wounded. Oh. Uh, Kevin, you have five wound boxes. It changes depending on how much endurance you have. Okay. All right. Next, Saif, your turn. Okay. Can you still do social attacks in combat? Uh, yeah. Depends what you're trying to do. I'm just trying to figure. I wonder how high this guy's resolve is. Um. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I guess I'm gonna go and try to intimidate him. 
shouting that he has he's meddling with things he can't possibly understand and he has much worse to worry about than worldly authorities but if he give if he uh surrenders now perhaps not all is lost and if i'll say not, it with a yeah, mad gleam in my eye yeah you're not necessarily wrong make the roll you should okay i'm jog. going to put i'm going to invoke uh seared by the truth okay stared into that terrifying flame of everything and I will also add in, I'll spend two points right around the edges and seared by the truth to get okay. plus four. I was, I was going to say, can, uh, can the tag that uh, Kevin found out or the, the aspect that Kevin found out, could anyone invoke that or just him? Um, I suppose anyone he sort of shared the information with, and that doesn't need to have been like explicitly done. Yeah. He can give that plus two, the free invoke to someone else. Yeah. He definitely shared it with Garv. Yeah, extension. Garv definitely knows Dank, but Saif doesn't. I was going to suggest you tag his afraid for his life to see if that would, uh, and maybe ping one for that being a specific fear that he is, in fact, messing with forces beyond his control. Okay, well, I still did pretty well. Plus six. Plus six. Ow. Did I get spin? Um, well, specifically, you, uh, you marked off his number six composure box. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> he did so, not roll it, well on the defense to that. I take it. No. And and if if, if anyone hits him for uh, six mental damage, he immediately takes a concession now. Which doesn't necessarily mean he uh, fully concedes. It just means something bad happens to him. Right. Yeah. It means he gets a bad aspect. Yep. All right. With that settled, play passes on to Garf. All right. Uh. Hmm. So the other ones look like him, and he specifically said that he controls the stuff. Mm-hmm. I have the stunt ricochet. Uh-huh. Would it be possible to ricochet something in a way that I could surprise him and prevent the group he's with from covering the damage? Uh, let me take a look at the ricochet stunt. It, it doesn't explicitly let you. It just causes this. It take, I take a penalty on the accuracy and it does more damage. It just seems like impossible. It's your call. It seems like a logical thing I could do because it's specifically from it coming at a surprising angle. But it's up um, to you. It depends how well you roll, really. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to try. Okay. So I take a minus take a minus one of the attack. But... Uh- all right. Uh, if I succeed, I do plus two damage, though. If you want to say that I wave that to hit him directly instead of his pawns, I'm okay with that. Okay. Oh, so let's see what I get. Oh, that that was a good time to roll well. Uh, that's with the minus one. That's that's seven. Seven, you say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't it doesn't bounce and hit him. What it does do. <laughs> is, unfortunately for them, you toss your knife, it bounces off the head of one of the pawns, bounces to the head of the next, bounces to the head of the next, flips up, and and uh, cuts Grayson across the arm. Those three pawns fall to dust. You know what? I'll take that. <laughs> Zora, your turn. All right. Can I do a maneuver here? Yeah, sure. What do you want to do? Um, I want to uh, see one of the things, one of her aspects is famous. Mm-hmm. Good opportunities just arise every so often. 
could the maneuver I the maneuver I take this 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 round could it be um, that uh, one of the other judges in the crowd recognizes that this really famous woman is currently in danger and will get a chair to hit a thing? Um, you can give me a, you can give it a try. So the maneuver would basically be uh, just pick something to roll like report something like that. Okay, report. Do that. Um, and do I tag that aspect then? You don't have to. It's up to you. I, I will. Like I can. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It was meant to be. I got a plus five. Plus five. Just enough. All right. Um, one of the people in the <clears throat> audience. Um, emboldened by Biggles throwing of a chair. Yeah. <laughs> can he also attempt to attempt to use a chair? Yeah, he tosses the chair in the direction of the pawn, of the uh, other pawn set, the ones that haven't been damaged yet, and he applies the aspect hit by chair. <laughs> <laughs> so Not one person even. one person can get a free tag on that. <laughs> if it's I, I I really think if it's anybody but uh but Sam, I to to, to make use of that aspect. It would just be wrong. I'm just saying. I'll take it. Eldo drop it. Eldo drop. <laughs> I'll do it. Watch me. Okay. All right. So after Sora, play passes down to Lord August. Uh, can I spend a fate point to establish that we're playing chess next to a uh, large, like picture window over a, a cliff overlooking down the mountain? That's a stretch, but sure. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You get one of those like scenic view things you get in the fancy ski lodges. Yeah. And basically, what he's going to do is uh, he's going to uh, try to he's going to fold up the chessboard and chess set and chuck it out the window with all the remaining black pieces. Okay. Sounds good. I knew I made a mistake here. Although, to be honest, I don't think I can be faulted for not predicting this. <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to do it without Grayson noticing, you can make me a stealth roll. Yeah. So just very quickly grab it and huck it out without him noticing in time. Yeah, that's the plan. All right. Roll it. It's a three, but uh, it seems important. <laughs> Oh, can I use the hit by chair? Or no, who got hit by the chair? The other pawn set, the one without oh. Grayson leading them. I don't know if I have a... <laughs> She's a man of happy coincidences. Good thing there was a picture here. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing there was a picture window here. <laughs> you spent a fate point to make that happen. <laughs> now I want to spend another to activate it. Fine. <laughs> Damn it. Roll your stupid dice. <laughs> All right, five with the uh, fate spend. All right, and roll for them. Okay, everyone's eyes are on Grayson. Grayson's eyes are on Garv, and the chest set flies out the window. <laughs> Grayson looks over. The chest set is no longer on the table. <laughs> I like to... August just whistles innocently. Grayson still has a mad grin on his face. He turns to look at you, August, and his face starts turning darker. What? Like, like literally, the stone. Like, like literally, his face is turning darker. <laughs> All right, next, the unlaid group of pawns is gonna rush you, August. I regret nothing. Roll me a defense. Um, 
I suppose, can I roll fists to uh, try to ward them off? Yeah, yeah, fists. Doing too much damage. I might regret bringing this up, but what exactly has Dr. whatever, Mysterio or Methuselah uh, been doing this whole time? I vote from now on we call him Dr. Mysterio, even if we know his name. He's been he's been watching. And Dr. Mysterio coming in with the choke slam. (laughs) All right, well nine. Well, I rolled a zero for defense. All right, mark off your second wound box as you try to block, but there are just too many fists coming from too many directions, and they're all made of stone. (laughs) Oh dear God! (laughs) What? 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 All right, the pawns led by Grayson. He waves a hand out towards you, Garv, and they run at you. Make a defense roll. Can do. He's gonna gonna be trying to parry with the with my knives. Okay. Uh, plus seven. All right. Again, an effortless parry. You've seen these guys' tactics before. They try to disorient you with how many directions they're coming from, and you've juggled enough that you can you know pretty well how to keep your eye on multiple things at once. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Come on, Grayson. You're gonna have to try a little better than that. I just might. He reaches into his coat and pulls out a mechanical box. Let's see. Yep. He uh, he turns the knob on it, and a high-pitched whine fills the room. And you, and you can see the um, you can see all of the netherite men just sort of stop for a moment and then start crouching to the floor into a fighting position. Biggles, back to you. Aren't they already fighting? They just beat me. Something else has happened. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting in a different way now. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. I think, with, I think still just got hit by a chair. Yeah. So there's the there's the thing that's currently got the being hit by a, been hit, hit by, by a chair, chair. Actor aspect. Yeah. The right. unharmed pawns. All right. I'm I'm gonna tag that and then uh, just elbow drop one of them. Okay. From the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it. Alley oop. Um, I'm gonna guess that's athletics. Or... Um, that'd be more of a fist thing for an elbow fist drop. Is, fist is better. Uh, plus four. All right. From what you saw of them earlier, they seem like they should have. You should have hit them just there. But they seem faster now. Damn. Two of them come under you with surprising speed and catch you in midair. Damn. And, and the other one flops you down onto the ground from out of their hands. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> All right. And it goes back to the good pieces who now see that Biggles is lying on the ground. They're going to go kick you while you're down. <laughs> what a piece has got to be a dick. Roll your defense. All right, I will roll me some athletics. Um, what can I tag for this? Uh, eyes and ears pe- peeled, head on a swivel. I see him coming and get out of the way. Uh, yeah, sure. For the plus two. All right. Uh, uh, so plus three. Plus three? Yep. All right. Do you have anything in your second wound box? Uh, I've already got a second. I've already got a wound in my second wound box. All right. Put a wound in your third wound box. Ow! You start trying to dodge. You move out of the way of some of their heavier hits, but you take a few somewhat powerful blows to the ribs. (gasps) Safe. So should I keep ranting or should I start punching? Hmm. I'll keep ranting. Um, Let's see. What you want to say? Fool, you have no idea of the Sisyphean horrors that await you if you continue down this path. Death would be a sweet release compared to what will happen. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roll I, it. 
I will go ahead and do Seared by the Truth again. And that'll do. Okay. It's just the one this time. That's there. Let's roll this thing in here. Garv is currently going, oh, I remember when I was the target of that rant. <laughs> yeah, good times. So let's see, that brings up the five. He, he oh, always busts it out for the final confrontations. He <laughs> pra- practices in plus front of six. Plus six. Mm-hmm. He seems unfazed this time. He seems distracted. Mm. The laughing isn't stopping. Okay, that's time to just... That's, that's too late. Alright, play passes to Garv. Alright, uh... Well, Garv wants to try and get a shot off at the that box that did the thing, but he's not. I'm not sure he can with being surrounded by black pawns. So the group he's attached to has one black pawn remaining in it. Right, but for but there was a group that that attacked Garv himself. Does that impose would that impose a penalty of some kind or? No, I mean like there's no real attacks of opportunity here. It's all just one big clusterfuck. All right, yeah, he's going to. Uh... What, uh, he's gonna go for another. Uh, r- he's gonna try and go for another ricochet to try and get around that pawn flavor wise, right. and try and either try and either wreck that box or at least get it out of uh, get it out of uh, uh, Grayson's hands. Okay, roll it. So, like a standard ricochet. Yep. Uh, plus four. Plus four. Yep. Let me roll defense. All right. This time it's not quite good enough. You go straight for the box, and the knife would hit, but the the last pawn remaining interposes itself and catches the knife between two hands. Huh. Well, it's new. All right, on to Sura. All right. Um. Uh, she will. Um. Can I uh establish that um the uh. That 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 one man throwing a chair prompts another an, an, another one to feel that numbers can 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 uh can get rid of these weird magical things. Uh, make me another report roll because it didn't work out so hot for Biggles. All right, poor. I'll uh use the uh good opportunities tag here. Okay. I got a that is plus four. All right. You look to the crowd, but this time no one comes to your aid. All right. I guess that's for action there. Unless there's something I'd like to do. Uh, you could do some supplementary actions if you want. Moving things, throwing things. But as far as, like, actions and as far as, like, attack actions, that was basically it. Okay. Um, can she have a gun? Do you have a gun? She's rich. D- did you did you, did you you bring a gun? You know who does have a gun? Biggles has Saeed. a gun. Or not Saif, uh, <gasps> um, August. Biggles has a gun. Grayson has a gun. Grayson had a gun. She, I'm, I'm just saying right, she Grayson might have a gun. A gun. I heard you. Yeah, by, by, August. <laughs> that's why I said August has a gun. Yeah, August has Grayson's gun. Yeah, like I said, she, she, she's incredibly wealthy. So I, I, if you want me to like tag that aspect, I can. So it's your choice. You, so either spend a gun a the whole time. you either spend a fate point to draw a gun or you can run over and take uh, Grayson's from August. Yeah, it's been the pay point. Okay. Yep, you have a she, gun. She just reaches into her re- reach, reaches into her handbag, pulls out pulls out a revolver. All right. Shrugs your shoulders. You have a gun. They have taken notice of this. So the remaining pawn drops the knife out of one hand into the other and comes at you with your own knife, Garv. Well, your defense. All right. 
Uh, I'm I'm gonna roll my defense and I'm gonna tag uh the I'm gonna tag Jack of Blades because that's fair. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So eight, eight. Another simple parry. Did I get enough on a defense to get spin? Um. Yes, you did. In fact. So uh, the next person in the basically the next person in the initiative order, if they attack that one pawn, will get a free uh, will get a free tag on them. No, you didn't honestly think that was gonna work, did you? And the four pawns that toss Biggles are gonna come down and t- and start punching him again. <laughs> punching Biggles. Yep. Okay. Uh, Wait, I... has he gotten a turn since? Yeah, then? I don't. I don't. I haven't gotten to act yet. Cause don't I go? B- I go before them. Uh, so what happened was you attacked the pawns and they threw you down, and that was their defense roll. Okay. Right, but then I know, okay, so that, that so because another group came over yeah. and did kick him while he was down. Oh, that like, was the good ones, right? Yeah, those those were the good. Ones. Okay. That's now, right. now the now the base pawns are getting their hits in. <laughs> good. Roll your defense. Okay. Um, Biggles is going to spend a fate point. Uh, and remember That's that. Fair. Uh, the his trust trusty Webley 455 revolver is still strapped to his hip with a lanyard, and he is going to use shot on the run uh, to uh, use guns as a defense skill against physical attacks. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> he's they got stunts I even I don't know about. Uh, so yes, I will roll guns to just blast away with my heavy revolver. Nice. Right. So that'll that'll be a plus four. All right, even even odds. You pull your gun out, you fire it. They all twist out of the way, but they don't have a chance to really beat on you. Ha ha! Eats lead. You. They'd rather not. Lead-based objects. Fools. Not the right. Not that. Biggles wasn't paying attention during that whole conversation. <laughs> Grayson continues laughing, but he looks at Garv and just sort of skates across the. Um, across the room to the other group of pawns, throwing in his lot with them instead. Which, is it th- with the ones attacking Garv? <laughs> no, with the ones that just tried to get a punch at Biggles. Oh, okay. There's still one pawn trying to stare you down, but... <laughs> well, I think there's... So did some of the pawns move away from him? Because at one point a group came after him and he parried them all. Yeah, and then... Uh, I believe that group ran over to attack Biggles after that. Oh, okay. Here, I thought I thought he was still surrounded by them. So now okay. you, you got you got one that's trying to stare you down. Gotcha. All right, back to Biggles. Okay. What do you What do you do? You got like forty things on you. Biggles is just gonna <laughs> plug away at him. All right, roll it. Uh, so I roll guns. Um, at the at the good material or the pawns. Um, which one has been doing the most damage to me? Um, the good material has. Uh, I will shoot them then. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's gonna be a four. All right. You take some of uh, you take some of the netherite off the side of one of them, but it remains standing. Okay. Just plug it away. Okay. Not a bad move. However, they are going to get their hits back on you. Are you, are you gonna roll guns as defense again? Absolutely. Do it. <laughs> Shit. Plus seven. Oh. Oh, that that. It doesn't handily beat them, but it beats them. <laughs> Drive them back with, with a hail of bullets from my yeah. revolver. They seem oddly fearful of the, of being shot, <laughs> considering how they don't really die. Well, they're smarter <laughs> than the Bosch. Safe. You're up. Okay. Um. So, yeah, this guy's pretty far gone. 
So... Either that or you just resisted your role last time. Well, yeah, but I'm taking that to mean that he's too far gone. Okay. It's, it's an excuse to start just messing dudes up. Sure. What you got? Um... Are, are these things arcane in nature, or are they just some kind of super science? Can I tell that off the bat, or do I need to they take a turn? They seem to be some kind of super science. Okay. He knows so many sciences, you guys. Wouldn't know. Not, nearly, super. Not, not nearly as many as Methuselah does. Yeah. Methuselah All right. invented some. Then I am going to configure Syzygy uh, to... Well, mechanically speaking, it's going to be similar to a flamethrower, but with micronization... Uh, craftsmanship. Well, I have like a bunch of things. Spend one second. Let me get all the upgrade list. But it's basically uh, miniaturization. Yeah. Craftsmanship. Yep. Um, alternate skill, so I can use uh, mysteries with it instead of uh, guns. All right. And that's your three improvements. I got six because I have two levels in it. Hmm. So special effect. It is because of its terrible arcane nature. It causes feedback to things that are connected like controlling things so like if someone summons something they see like an arcane feedback uh to controlled and from controlled entities to their controller that can do whatever i don't really give a fuck and i think one of those costs arcane since it's not arcane controlling here similar to why sura couldn't use her mysteries as initiative and what else uh i can't think of anything else because i don't have i don't have the list right here but that'll do okay Oh, here we go. I thought, yeah. taking, I thought taking it twice just gave you like effectively two artifacts. Uh, that's for personal artifacts. With rare artifacts, you actually combine them. Hmm. I'll double check if you want. Uh, I'll take one second. Yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing. I'll look look it up. Okay. Yeah, and make combine. Yeah, it's they can combine it with rare artifact, personal artifact. Can't. Um, so I'll do that and. I'll work right, the other improvements later to not slow this down anymore. Yep, Zizigi finally sees play. Uh, so the question is, do I want to spend the fate point to avoid the downside? No, because that's less interesting. Okay. Uh, so I'll just say, basically, I uh, Scythe adjusts uh, a few things under the under his sleeve, and then uh, kind of his sleeve would end up burning away, I think, and then he starts projecting ebon flames at these motherfuckers. All right, so uh, tell me what it does. Uh, basically, once he reconfigures the rings on there, it uh, uses the magical life energy that is pulsing through his veins more or less as a kind of circuit to complete this magical effect. In this case, he, it projecting dark flames from his hand. Okay, now what does it uh, actually it. do? It acts as a gun, as a okay. flamethrower. Gotcha. So, except, except rolling mysteries instead of guns. Right, roll it. Uh, so I, I don't know how damage works with guns in this. So so uh, basically, just roll your mystery. It, it's like any other attack. Roll your mysteries. Add okay. plus one for your craftsmanship. Okay. Uh, bu- bu- so who, which group of these things is beating up my friends the most right now? Probably the uh, the good material. Okay, then I will attack them, and I will go ahead and spend a fate point to invoke uh, apprentice under what's his name? Willie Delza here. Uh, which was his Magus dude guy. All right, so that's plus seven. Let me roll it. Oh, uh, your boss guy, Walid Al Zahir. Yeah. And then I'll spend a fate point to re-roll that because that's really shitty. <laughs> fate points uh, galore. Hey man, sometimes it's gonna wrap up soon. Uh huh. All right, that's better. I uh, got plus six total. All right. One of them takes the brunt of it, 
and basically it a lot of the fire shoots off to either side of it and it explodes into dust. All right, so I'm going to invoke your your curse thing on it. You can see that uh okay, well yeah, you, you get a free that? thing. Yeah, yeah you get so the free. I'm, so I'm going to invoke it for effect rather than um than for a mechanical bonus. Ooh. So you see that Grayson's face darkens again and he starts laughing louder. Saif, you're finding something funny about all this. Yeah. <laughs> all right, am I gonna I start cackling while I'm burning things then? Uh, if you want. I don't know how Saif deals with things that are funny. I'll, I'll start grinning. It'll right. probably get progressively bigger. Okay. Garf, what you got? Yeah, Garf is not putting up with this thing that took one of his knives. He is going to stab it and take it back. Alright, roll it. Uh, plus four. Alright, it did not do so hot. It lunges for the knife as you go for it, but it misses entirely. And as you stab through it, it barely offers any resistance before it crumbles into dust. You've defeated the last pawn in that group. I'll be taking that back. He picks up his knife from the ground. <laughs> you, you, you did all right. You can grab it out of its hand as it fly, falls away. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sora. All right. Um, she will check uh, her gun. Sure, everything's in order, and then uh, take a t- t- take take a shot at Mr. Grayson. All right, Mr. Grayson, roll it. Roll guns. All right, and I'll use the aspect that she knows how to take care of herself. Okay. Well, that was not meant to be. <laughs> she has that at zero. Uh-huh. And then I rolled three minuses and a plus, so it just evens out to zero. All right. You take a <clears throat> shot, and uh, one of the pawns pushes Grayson out of the way before he uh, before he takes the brunt of it. The shot rips a bit of his sleeve, but he's otherwise unharmed. What you got, August? Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. All right. Um, hmm. So who's still up? There's one group of pawns. Yep, there's one group of four pawns and three of the good pieces left. The pawns are being led by Grayson. Okay. Hmm. Who is who is cackling harder and harder, and he doesn't seem like he's enjoying himself anymore. Well, I they got this, so... Uh, is it possible to make a maneuver that would... Uh, Distract the pawns? Uh, yeah. As long as you make a roll for it. Okay. I'll try to, uh, draw the pawns' attention. Alright. With fists? Or sleight of hand? Uh, sleight of hand might do it. Just sort of slide your way between them, sort of disrupting them more than actually hurting them. Yeah. Oh, four. Four. And they roll? Do Just not enough. They have gained the aspects distracted. Sorry, was this against the pawns or the good pieces? Against the pawns. Okay. All right, the pawns are going to take an immediate swipe at you now that you're amongst their midst. It's their turn in the initiative order. Roll your defense. All right, fist to try to avoid being beaten again. <laughs> okay. Oh, my first four pluses. Six. Oh, that is enough. You get a decent block, and they are not fast enough to hit you. Guns back around to Biggles. What you got, Biggles? Uh, uh, I, he shouts out, Grayson, are you still there? <laughs> Always, Mr. August. Always. <laughs> uh, 
right. When I hear that, um, Biggles is going to shout, Tally Ho! And tap headlong into danger and plunge and try and find Grayson and shoot him with bullets. Okay. Let's see how well you roll it. So, and I'm going to spend a fate point. Okay. Uh, roll dice. Okay. So that's plus three, plus guns for plus another three, plus two. So that's plus eight. Plus eight. All right. They see you pointing the gun at, at him, and they quickly intervene, moving themselves into a line in front of you. Your aim strikes true, though, and what the shot that would hit Grayson's heart instead travels through three of the pawn's skulls, dropping them to dust. Ha-ha! Grayson's face takes a serious turn for the dark. He, uh, he feels around at his head. He seems confused for a moment. What will you do now without your minions to stand before you? There's, there's still some of us. Them. Your numbers are dwindling. Give up for now! now. But- you have yet to fight my strongest pieces. Oh, do come on! <laughs> and, and, the last they are at the bottom of the mountain. Now. And his strongest pieces are gonna go fight you. Damn it! <laughs> Roll your defense. All right. Thank you, thank you, Biggles, for continually drawing all the fire. <laughs> as... <laughs> all right, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use shot on the run again. So uh... okay, dice. <laughs> okay, plus seven for defense. It's the wow, second you, plus four I've rolled in, like, three them. combat rounds. That's ridiculous. Biggles <laughs> cannot be stopped. Yeah, one of them comes for a big elbow to the side of your neck, one that incapacitated a lesser man. You just take the shot and ward them off. <laughs> Whoop, oh, easy there. Oh, hey, big boy. Big fella. Yep, yep, and they they whiff it. They whiff it hard. <laughs> uh, comes back down to Saif. What you got? Uh, I got more flamethrower, so I'll keep doing that. Okay, roll it. Uh, three plus one. Yep. So, uh, against against the uh, five plus against the remaining pawn and Grayson, or against the good material. Against the good material, because they're okay. jerks. Sure. Uh, plus five. Plus Didn't five. Even out there, so plus five. Wow, that sure is two minus. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you knock you knock down. <laughs> What? What are you laughing at? But it's like just the way that you're like, oh, yep, yep. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, an- another one just falls into dust when the flames hit it. This is really pretty funny. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah, no, that grin is, is ba- almost ear to ear at this point. It's kind of creepy because he's normally a pretty taciturn dude. All right, well, Saeed's having a good time. Garv, you're up. <laughs> Garv glances nervously at Saeed. It's like, um... So you might not want to heed some of your own advice there. You know what? I'll worry about that later. Uh, <laughs> no one's tapped the uh, no one's tapped the uh, distracted on the pawns, right? Not yet. No. Well, the pawn. The pawn. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say Garv. Uh, Garv sees his chance, and he is gonna try and take advantage of that distraction to uh, either destroy the box or at least not try and knock it out of. Uh, knock it out of uh, Grayson's hands again. All right. This it. time with the distract, hopefully with the distracted pawn and everything else going around. I'll do just that. That was nice. Plus, well, plus five, so. Plus five. Let's see how they do. Not great. The knife that, again, would aim true would there not, were there not pawns in the way, sticks into the, uh, the remaining pawn's chest and it clatters to the ground as the pawn flies into dust again. 
Grayson instinctively holds his stomach and looks at you. I think you might want to let that go. You might be in a lot more trouble than getting arrested there, mate. He just sort of looks at you and scowls. Moves on to Sura. All right, we're going to try that last thing that happened. That happened last time that, 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 that she acted. Uh, so she's going to try and shoot the box. All right. So I'll use a fate point. So basically this is going to amount to a maneuver that... Yeah. Yeah. So make your guns roll. I, I'm assuming yeah. it's effectively like a disarm maneuver. So it's going to work in a different sort of way. I'll explain it if it happens correctly. I got a plus three. Plus three. Good enough. He doesn't have anything to protect him. He's a bit disoriented. Um, the box now has the aspect on the fritz. Now, uh, anytime, well, the first time it's free, anytime that anyone wants to ignore the effects of what this box does, you may spend a fate point to use that aspect. Very nice. And play passes to Grayson, actually, now that there, there are no more pawns. There's still the two good ones, I think. Uh, yeah, there's two pieces of good material, and looking frantically right. from side to side, his face practically in full grayscale now. He sidles over to them and throws one arm over either of them, the box still hanging from his hand. Biggles. Yes? What you got? Is it my turn? Sure is. Um, well, where is Grayson, and how many pawns are in uh, my August? Way? So I wouldn't Julius... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, I missed August. August. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was too early for me. No, so I'm pretty sure you just went twice before... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, August. Um, is the box attached to him, or is he just holding it? He's holding it, and it's sparking rather violently. Uh, what would it take to grab the box? Um, that would take something on the order of uh, probably um, a sleight of hand opposed by alert alertness or an opposed might check. Uh, I'll try the sleight of hand alertness. Okay. One. He sees you coming, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> How did he know? He sees you coming, and the queen that's still standing in front of him just sort of shoves you away. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it. <laughs> Biggles, you're up. Uh, how m is, the, is the queen standing in my way between me and Grayson, or is there anyone else? Like, what what's the status of... All of our opponents uh, here. The Grayson is basically standing with his remaining two minions, the Queen and the Bishop. Okay. I I am going to take a shot at the Bishop. Okay. Um, let's see. The Bishop. The Bishop. Uh, pfft, so that's going to be... That's minus three, so minus two. So that's going to be a one. A one? A one. Isn't that good enough? Fuck! Is it? Hooray! That's a lot of minuses. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. The looks like the, the dice queen, are on the other foot now, James. The queen mid lord push falls into dust as a bullet goes through the side of its head. <laughs> you mean the bishop? Because I was shooting at the bishop, or did I just fuck well, up so hard that I accidentally shot the queen? The, 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 the bishop dodges out of the way, but the queen takes it full in the head. <laughs> well, that's surprising, but good enough. Thank you. A quarter second faster would have been appreciated, though. Oh. I didn't even realize you were here. Grayson, again, instinctively holds the side of his head, sort of clutching at his hair. I say, do you think that has something to do with us killing all of his pawns? 
More than likely, yes. Maybe do more of that. Saif, your turn. Only the bishop remains. And Grayson. Uh, I think I'm going to set that bishop on fire. Just gonna... Roll it. Yeah. Mysteries plus sounds, one. Sounds like a plan. God damn it. I'm going to spend a fate point to re-roll that. Go for plus it. Three minuses, and that's dumb. No one likes three minuses. Hey, that's much better. Plus five. Plus five, you say. And that's four yes. blanks. Still neutral. The bishop goes to dust, and Grayson starts looking really sick, and he drops to one knee. God, this is just hilarious. It is pretty funny. And, officially, Grayson concedes. He, he doesn't make any moves against you anymore. He drops the box down. He holds his head in his hands. His face is now the same shade as the, uh, as the pawns he was using. His voice seems hollow as he laughs. Uh, you alright there, Saif? You seem to find this a lot more amusing than most of us. He just kind of slowly turns. He's still got a pretty wicked grin on his face and his hands crackling with, uh, dark fire. That is officially the most disturbing thing I have ever seen. <laughs> I don't know, that's pretty bad. It was the Grayson laughing on the ground. Maybe it's a toss-up. <clears throat> All in all, in I think this has been a lovely trip to the mountains. In an effort to understand <laughs> what is now happening to Grace, that makes Scythe laugh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's, the, it's the first time you've heard it, and it's, it's, it's not a pretty laugh. <laughs> Biggles just claps him on the back. Good show. <laughs> I regret ever suggesting that you should lighten up. <laughs> so in an effort to understand what is now happening to... Uh, to um, Grayson, uh, Nova is going to uh, kneel down next to the box, open it up. Um, the, the box just seems, it, it just has a piece of netherite in it that's connected to a bunch of wires and various gizmos. Is it sentient and wishes it was in a box? <laughs> you, you, can't, you cannot detect that with any empathy rolls. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a thing I can do here, I think. It's my goal just to make the GM exasperatedly laugh at least once a session. Can I then uh, use wards on the mind? Basically, to, to, be, to for, for, for her to basically just kind of pull together the right um, pieces of the puzzle here to draw a conclusion. What are you trying to use here? Wards on the mind. Part of being a psychic. Character, this character looks in the right places and hears the right things. Once per, per session, when he is not otherwise occupied, he may request an omen from the GM and roll mysteries against target, target mediocre. The GM will use the result to guide her decision about how obscure the information gained is. Um, alright. Roll it. I got a plus seven. Like, I really don't know how to use this like that. <laughs> I... I don't know. Um... Eh, I don't know. It's basically just that uh, she's 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 trying to be a psychic at things and be useful. Shrug. Um, sure. You don't gain any direct information about what's going on, but you do. Um, you you do get a vision of his jacket open on the ground and a piece of paper sticking out of one pocket, possibly the same paper he ripped up to uh, write notes to you guys. She looks up from it, closes it, looks around. Is he wearing that jacket right now? Yep. Mr. Grayson, if you, if you don't mind. 
She'll he is completely unresponsive. She will uh reach into his, his jacket and try and withdraw the uh try and withdraw the paper. Alright. The paper is basically hand drawn notes that are that that describe what he thinks is going on when um uh, when when one of the when when one of the things dies. Essentially he controls them by sort of projecting his own consciousness into them. Each one of them is a part of him. And when they die, they project some sort of feedback back to him. But nothing is notes say he's ever tried using this many at once. Well, gentlemen, I don't think he's in this before. It says here that he projects his consciousness, pieces of his consciousness, into the pieces he creates. He might well have just ripped his psyche to shreds, trying to control too many at once. He certainly doesn't seem all there. Uh, so it's massive feedback from... Massive feedback from, from everything that was going on, from each one of the... each, each individual, individual one dying. Likely didn't help his psyche. It's fairly gruesome. It is, yes. But I suppose we can consider this matter settled. And she will, with that, head outside. See how the snowstorm is doing. It's still a, a snowstorm, but you can only assume that the magnetic storm isn't working like it was. Yeah, have a cigarette. Basically, she she she, she walks outside to have a cigarette. Because all that this was is the, This is the early 20th century. You don't need to go outside to have a cigarette. Yeah. She wants the fresh air while she's having a cigarette right now. There's a blizzard outside. She likes the blizzard. You, you're an odd one. So I, like, she puts a jacket on, on at least. The or, or something. So, uh... And extinguishes the fire and starts to regain his composure. How long do you think everybody that ran, before everybody that ran comes out of their rooms and to see what happened? Everyone is basically already in the room. It wasn't like went everyone down to the in the lobby room. to play. Yeah. Well, I, I sort of assumed that when a fighting started, ever like, people fled. <laughs> Well, they moved. They they moved far away from what was going on, but it didn't seem. It, it only seemed dangerous to be close. Oh, I know as many of you run as I thought. You're the very balls. You're very stupid. <laughs> he, he grins at them. <laughs> Abram Brown walks up to Grayson, rips off his seashell necklace, and throws it in his lap. What? Paraphrase. Okay. What, what was the deal with that thing? I there say. was literally. It's probably a gift. There's, there's, there's no deal. He just gave it to me to make it more convincing that I wrote that paper. I, I see. I'm sorry for throwing a chair at you. <sighs> me too. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that you weren't in on the whole stabby part of the plan. No, no, that part was new to me. Why did you not reveal what had happened when people started dying? I, I didn't think it was him. Always just looks at him. I, I didn't. I thought it was that guy, he points at Dr. Methuselah. <sighs> I thought it was the world-renowned supervillain. <laughs> to be fair, it started so before did I. he got here. I can't blame <laughs> the guy for playing the odds. <laughs> Not everyone rolled seven on their empathy check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess the symposium's canceled, huh? 
Uh, I have no idea who'd be in charge of it. Is there some kind of rule for that? I mean, I assume so, but... There's not even a benefactor anymore. (laughs) The benefactor is dead. I suppose we are still the judges. I don't think he's dead, though. I don't think he's quite all there. Even if if we're still the judges, can we grant a winner? I guess. Who's left? (laughs) One plagiarist. Let's see. Uh, It it basically comes down to uh, Dr. Rocks or Dr. Zerum. Let's simply award the prize posthumously to our two murder victims and be done with it. Splendid! Zerum and Rocks seem a little disappointed, but they're okay with it. So moved! (laughs) Out of respect for the dead, we will posthumously award this award for scientific merit. (laughs) To the dead? (laughs) At least we're not the Nobel Committee. Actually, Brown looks... I think we may have to award it to Grayson. <laughs> he certainly think... he certainly brought the most exotic discovery. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any rules about the uh, about being disqualified for trying to kill the judges? Surprisingly, no. <laughs> he didn't file an application. <laughs> there will be now. <laughs> <laughs> Someday in the future, when somebody asks why they had to specify this clause. Oh, what a story there will be told. <laughs> oh, giant chess pieces, sure. <laughs> so, uh, I have to say it might be wise to, uh, scourge doing a whole lot more research given what to happened to him there. A, cu- a couple people go up and start tying him up. Well, I think this calls for a celebratory drink. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> He also looks, incidentally, the two of you and the dearly departed, it would have also been good to know your history with Grayson when people started being murdered. Look, Rox comes up to you. We had our, well, I had my suspicion it was him, sure. But you don't think that bringing that up would have put us at the head of the target list? Even if even You didn't if have to bring it up to him. Word would get to him. He literally had ears everywhere. Well, yes. A fat lot of good secrecy did uh, Nikta or... uh... That other fellow whose name we cannot remember. Gerald. Egon. The talking dolphin guy. (laughs) Oh, rest in peace, Harold Ramis. (laughs) Look, you're right. We were stupid. We acted improperly, but we didn't have all the information. Yes, I suppose so. Besides, it took it took until like the it took until nearly the final confrontation for us to find out Gerald had gone down. It's fine. August pours a fine scotch. <laughs> All's well that ends well, I suppose. <laughs> he says, surrounded by corpses. There's no corpses. Well, there's the one there's, in the freezer. Dust. There's just dust. There's there's one in the freezer. Nova comes back and pours herself a brandy. And all then right. uh, we'll chill for, for the duration, I suppose. Yep, you um, all clink glasses and it freeze frames. Excellent. <laughs> Just how it should be. <laughs> Marvelous. Cypher's. Oh, they share a drink. Lamenting man's hubris. August is. You know, I think the funny thing is, we may have accepted him into the Centurions if not for all this. Of course, we wouldn't have known any better. And he was brilliant, after all. He may have deserved it. 
if he oh. had decided to focus on petty revenge. Yes, that. Methuselah wordlessly walks to the lobby entrance and starts walking out the door. So, oh, what do we just we just let him go? What well, did he do this time? We have no legal right to detain him. I suppose that's true. A little word, though. Someone like him, and now he knows about this stuff. We have to right, was it? <laughs> I'm not saying, he's just saying. It's like, he probably heard all... I'm sure he heard all that at the end there. Who knows what a man like that could do with the stuff? He probably already knew about it. Perhaps. Well, mentioned that they were in some ruins, but... He didn't say where. Perhaps it's time to go on a treasure hunt. Is the find not detailed in this paper? Just shrugs. His paper gives the general locations of where all the netherite is. Like the Himalayas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most archaeology papers have to include more than that. Well, he had his own notes. It was more a paper about the stuff itself. <laughs> yeah, but still, I don't think they accept the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you clink glasses together, and that's the end of the uh and that's the end of the adventure. So concludes the Nether Agenda. Dun 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 Hooray. All the tension's gone. <laughs> so later I guess yeah we'll have to travel to the nether regions and find that stuff. <laughs> Alright, and next week uh, we'll be doing something I prepare myself. Cool. Tune in next time for the Centaurians in the City of Empty Graves. Oh, so was was ominous. this a oh, prefab? What did you say, Zach? Was this a prefab then? Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. Well, I this is out of, the, just, out of the book, right? Yeah, this is just to get used to all of it. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, it functions. I'm not incredibly impressed with it. <laughs> yeah, it was alright. Yeah, it was pretty it was it was pretty interesting though the way it was written suggests that the heroes are basically supposed to wait for Doctor Methuselah to apprehend solve the guy their or problems. Yeah. So that that wasn't really in there. I just really wanted it to end tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, August's next step was to try. Were there communications out? No. Oh, okay. I I figured that that either he or Garv would try and get it out of uh, Zerum. If if Grayson wasn't talking, Garv was going to yeah. suggest talking to Zerum and see if he'd well, fess up to it. it. I at that point I knew it wasn't I I knew it was Grayson until Kevin got the scared for his life aspect. Oh, one that was up with that. Yeah, I'm curious. So so basically, one of the things you can do to raise the stakes when someone is trying to empathy one of your aspects out, you can oppose it with deceit, and if you succeed, huh. you give them a fake aspect. And if, you, if they try to trigger it, you put an aspect on them instead. Huh. huh. So if, if, if any of you tried to use the scared for his life aspect, he would have put en passant on you. Oh, that's a good thing that, uh, it's a good thing Whoops. that, uh... It's a good thing I didn't know how to invoke aspects. <laughs> it's also a good thing that, uh, that Josh didn't take my advice and tag that, because I was going to suggest he take that when trying to intimidate him. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Evidently, that would have been a bad idea. By the way, Grayson's deceit was huge. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I imagine I so. I think that's the thing, is his deceit was so high, it was almost impossible to... Well, no, because we had all the evidence... But yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that you could fake aspects like that. 
I I knew I didn't. Which know is why write, it threw me off. I didn't know you could outright fake them because I knew in the book you can. I thought I, I knew in the book there was something that you ch- potentially choose which one to give them, so you could give them a not terribly helpful one. I didn't know you could outright make them up. So curiously, how would the scene have ended if we didn't let him play chess? Uh, a lot less dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm. He's like, come on, please. No. Like I, I was doing a lot of symbolism there. The two pieces of materiel he took from you represented Nicta and Gerald. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it would be a lot. That's not actually in the book. I put that in. It just seemed too perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seemed it, what the uh, the symbolism or the final chess game. Okay, yeah. No, like, that's fair. That was pretty That was pretty good. It was good. What's the person that happened? Just like, oh, you found me? Throw the chessboard against the wall. <laughs> Ch- chess pieces. Let's go. <laughs> Please, Siren. It's <laughs> 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 an iron bar slam. <laughs> but their case closed. <laughs> it, was, it was a clever move throwing that out the window because he had the power to make more. That's what I figured. He was going to uh, use the rest of the pieces. <laughs> I was worth it. I was surprised he did not send more guys after me after that first big hit I landed. That you, took out three you were, quarters. You were really good at defense. Oh yeah, I suppose that was the other thing. <laughs> so you're going to be really good at defense until I send someone with guns after you. Yeah, because I can't parry bullets. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. I don't Can't think there's a stunt that let me parry bullets. So, so do you have any questions, loose ends? Um, things that didn't make any sense? Was... No, like I said, it made sense, and like I had it until that fake aspect. Yeah, yeah. and that's interesting. We'll have to keep that in mind. See, I was really... Which is my, my fault for metagaming, then, because I didn't know about that fake aspect. So I should just been like, guess what, bro? You're effed. Yeah, right in the I end. mean, yeah. that, that probably wouldn't have happened if Kevin hadn't rolled a 2 on that empathy check. And, you know, it's one of the things of a new system. There's always going to be stuff that yeah. interestingly trips us up. And yeah, yeah. Most, most of the problems I had it, are already brought up in character. So, yeah. it, it, like, it, how, how do you, you and three other people discredit the guy? Years later, you all attend his uh, banquet and the other members of the paper start getting murdered. <laughs> and you yeah. don't say anything to anybody. <laughs> so, like, when, when Gerald got, got killed, everyone was in the bottom area. And you had the seance up there, but like there was never an official train of information down there that one of the other doctor had died. But even yeah. still, at least one was dead. Well, yeah, but it was everybody knew the first guy was dead. It's one scientist and a bunch of scientists. They had their Actually, suspicions. But what happened to the first to guy? So what happened to the first guy? Uh, he was standing in his study. One of one of the gray men ran in, pushed him out the window, threw some bottles after him, and then jumped out the window itself. <laughs> Well, how, we looked, like, for any signs of <laughs> splatter and stuff on the rocks. Like, unless he cleared crazy distance. He cleared some pretty good distance. Okay, I mean, that's, that's basically what got me a is. sack of clothing landing, wouldn't he have? I, I meant the, the body that got, the dude that got thrown out. Uh, yeah, we, that we was, tried, that was we looked pretty that, thoroughly that was the thing for that any kind of corpse. For a while, because yeah. when, when there was no thing for here, for a while I was hung up on the idea that he'd somehow faked his death, because for a while I didn't, I, before we learned that the dust was magnetic too i thought there was some somebody was somehow invisible and that the, and that the way they'd done the murders was that whoever was doing it was just waiting where the murder had happened until people came in and then sneaking out making it look like nobody could have 
done it what, at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Making it look like whoever did it had to have left super, super quick or something, or it was a suicide. Whereas, yeah. yeah. Nikta did not fall where you looked. What I was trying to get across was that outside of that window, it was nearly a sheer drop. You, you went to the lip when he went past it when he fell. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, actually, I did have uh, one other thing. There was one thing that threw me off, like really early and that was um that uh when i called for like when when i when i uh tried to get an omen yeah i got um four four men cloaked in shadow with one with a gag in his mouth yeah he'd been silenced yeah that's okay. sort of what i got from that too <clears throat> yeah that that was clear enough to me i just didn't know how it related to the rest of the plot like the symbolism made sense but Okay, I'm just really bad at interpreting symbols on the fly. I suppose. I mean, like it, it, it was, it was literally ambiguous. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> when it, I mean, for a while it was one, when the second one turned up dead. I sort of then figured that the first one was dead, and that that was what it implied was that they were, yeah, was that that they were been, being silent, like silenced by death rather than being like kidnapped. Right. Yep, look out for an invitation from a Dr. West to a small town in England next session. Oh, good. <laughs> Wait. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Let it, let it never be said that I do not respect the classics. <laughs> One of the worst classics, but oh, okay. Yeah. A very racist classic. Can I? Oh, jeez. Are you gonna run this in like eight very tiny sessions, and then but then actually run it as one long session? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a bunch of tiny stories, and everyone will have a cliffhanger, and then a recollection of what the cliffhanger was at the start of the next. Great. And I'll hate it. Wait, what are you guys referring to? Herbert West, uh, reanimator. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I heard him say Doctor West and Town of Empty Graves, and I was like, "Fucking Dead Rising, really?" <laughs> That actually That's... may have been what Frank West was named after. That, well, yes, yeah, it might have respect, been. Now that you mention that, probably, but Frank Herbert West. I was, I was going to say, I was going to ask if there's going to be a reporter that's going to assure us that he's covered wars. Well, there is now. <laughs> <laughs> or Nichols can just do that. I've been in wars. I've flown no. over wars, you know. <laughs> Flew from one side to the other. Maybe that. Maybe the they called things. it back then. <laughs> maybe if somebody asked me my occupation, that should be my allied occupation, because I can't be like, well, I'm an ex-spy and treasure hunter. I took a lot of photographs during the war. <laughs> and I can't really be like, I'm a wizard. <laughs> I am that too. Just grab it by the collar, poke them. I am literally a wizard. Dude, I'm so fucking magic right now. I'll roll in no. to make them just shut up. I like, stole the legacy of Fitcher Star playing. Oh, Josh, Josh, you missed a, you really missed a chance. I, I, I have to say, you really missed the chance to have one of your aspects on your character named being a motherfucking sorcerer. I, that doesn't really fit the tone of the character, but yes. <laughs> that would be on Fitcher Starplane's character sheet, I think. <laughs> that was one of Fitcher Starplane's aspects. Damn it. Little Fitcher Starplane. I mean, battle 
Whatever. I can't believe you ad- actually added that he was the buff wizard that conquered Fire Islands. Oh god, did I write that down? Yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> He's the buff wizard who conquered Fire Islands. <laughs> what is this from? <clears throat> It's from from uh, the monk who came in from the sandstorm. Oh, <laughs> it's canon now. <laughs> yeah. Star Plane was a buff wizard, and he conquered Fire Islands. God damn it! All right, on that note, goodbye. <laughs> uh, good night. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.